But you don't eat uh, bread or pasta or, you know, kind of carbs and that kind of shit. I don't. Anyway, I'm high protein diet anyway. Are you? Mm. Lots of cum. of the ABC of Gaming with me, your host, Chris, and joined this month, oh my God, it's a bumper pod, I'm joined by Adam Parry. Hello, welcome to the orgy. Oh gosh, I'm I'm slippery already. Um, And also, oh my God, we're also joined by Ben, Mr. Ben. Yeah, how you doing guys, all right? Wow. Oh my God, it's so so good to hear from you. Um, It's... It's People have missed you, so um, really? probably not. But yeah, <laughs> I'm sure that <laughs> give me names. I need names. Uh, well, uh, Colin, what did off Twitter? Um, oh, yeah. he's missed you, and well, I've missed you, and Adam. <laughs> <laughs> that's three of you. That's awesome. Uh, I'm sure all of Twitter's missed you. I mean, we, you you put out a tweet. Uh, you know, not that you need your ego stroking at all. Just saying, oh, I'm going to be doing a podcast. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> and already there's like two or three people who've gone like oh my god i'm so happy so which yeah. is a good thing that's awesome i don't yeah. read I don't, I don't really watch twitter much at all now uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. literally well, we... literally wanted just praise that i'm back that's what it is you know well there you go egocentric twat that i am <laughs> <laughs> well if you don't praise get praise off yourself or praise yourself and nobody <laughs> i don't know where i'm going with this anyway we are joined by another person who is the godfather of 60 Minutes With. It is Mr. Dave. I've forgotten your fucking surname. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Robinson. Rob- yeah. Richardson. That's it. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> well, that's, so, that's marked down already. Sorry, um, I had I went a complete blank then. You <laughs> can't believe you're fucking off the host of the fucking website and podcast. I mean, laughing, yeah. The thing is, it's confused me. Has thrown me because on we're using Google Hangouts and it actually says David Robinson as opposed to Dave. It's actually it's even got it on the fucking screen in front of me, Dave Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, anyway, I, sorry, I, you can tell it's been a while since I've done this. It's been Christmas. So anyway, guys, I think we've lost Adam and Dave. Um, are they still here? Yes. You've lost? What? what? You, went, you went all grey on the screen. I don't know what the fuck. Ben's... I'm always grey, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. uh, you got your ball bag out again, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> turning the camera off straight away now. So anyway, I'm thrilled that we're all here, which is amazing. Um, so and yeah, it's well, I guess for this this month, maybe for coming months, we'll see. But it's the ABCD. Oh, that's look, awesome, isn't it? Look what we did there. So if uh, Dave, if you had a different name, you wouldn't have been available for the pod. <laughs> anyway, because um, we've got quite a few people on the show, uh, I think I'm going to start with you, Adam. Uh, just because. Thanks. You know, We've done this before. Your name. Stop begins. doing it alphabetically. Oh, it's, all right, fuck it's you. Pretty much a form of bullying. I'll pick with. I'll start with with Ben first. Oh, fuck off! I'm not ready yet. <laughs> oh, I'll, start with, <laughs> I'll start with Dave. Then. I'm, I'm uh, sitting there having a wank. 
Wait, you carry on then. Uh, make sure you send us some pictures. Dave, <laughs> see this, you are, well, people know you from 60 Minutes with, 80s Picture House. You're all over the shop, aren't you? So just you've, this is the first time you've been on this podcast, though. So it might be the first time that people have actually heard you talk. So uh, do you want to tell everybody a little bit about yourself, what you've been doing, who you are, all that kind of bollocks? You can tell I've been on a works course for three days. <laughs> It's like an episode of Blind Date, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. What's your name? Where'd you come from? Um, and can you take it up the ass? <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I always thought when I used to watch that program. Yeah. That's well, the first question. Only to Scylla Black. I was just going to say about Scylla. <laughs> I used to envy, uh, what's his name? Her husband? Oh, Bobby. Oh, Bobby. Yeah, I used to envy Bobby. Why? Because he used to do it up Scylla's shitter. <laughs> You couldn't let her give you a blowjob, though, could you? With those, Ooh, ouch. Jesus Christ, Ooh. yeah, mental. Not those chompers. <laughs> <laughs> my my, my uh, mother in law used to have a saying, um... <laughs> I don't you going with this one. <laughs> <laughs> you should take her teeth out first. I thought you were going to say. Now, now, no, we, we talk about getting older as well. That's the one thing I look forward to getting older. The missus having no teeth, you know, just whack it on the end. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> I was going to say it's not really near as funny as what you just said, but uh, t- t- teeth like gravestones or something like that. Have you ever heard that saying? Yeah, they're like horse teeth, aren't they? Pretty much. So, so, yeah, pretty much. Anyway, don't get me started with horses and blowjobs. For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I only found out the other week. I didn't realise this was true because I've been sending videos around for some time. But apparently, bestiality is illegal. Yeah, yeah. of course it is. They take the court and everything. <laughs> they can't speak fucking animals. It's fine to Roger and Chip. Roger a chinchilla. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> See, I always thought when you fucked a horse, right? They're, they're, my, they're, my, they're my animal of choice because uh, they keep going nay. You know? <laughs> I, like, I, like I like it when they say no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, God. Um, God, anyway, Dave, uh, yes, uh, Mr. Richardson, we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, but actually, Dave and and Adam, this is the first time you've actually spoken and, and to get, isn't it? No, no, I don't think it is. Isn't no, it? I think it is. Is it? Yeah, I can't did remember. You, I can't remember anything. Can you pop up on a quick one, like a um one of our ones where a few guests on or something? Maybe. No, I, I don't I think I was there at the time. Ooh. Oh, oh, it is like blind date then, isn't it? <laughs> I like for I like oily oily walks by the beach, <laughs> <laughs> and hummus around the sphincter. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> so go on, Dave, go on. So t- um, tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and well, your podcasting. I don't know. Just fucking talk, Dave. I'll just tell you. I'll tell you uh, some stuff we've done. Uh, ben, I know. <laughs> ben, I know you'll like this one. I met yeah. I met Carl Weathers and Brigitte News. Oh, I'm so jealous. Awesome. Oh. Oh, it was so good. So good. Yeah. She, she'd still got that faint smell of sly on her as well. It was really <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. She was so lovely. I got a, a, a obviously, review on the website. And um, 
she was just amazing. Everybody that was there, like Carl Weathers, they've got the whole cast of ET there. They've got people from... What, ET himself turned up? He, he, was, he was there. He was there. He was stuffed, like, he didn't say much, but he was there. And, uh, he was there, you met him. He was, yeah. Of everybody that was there, she was by far the best. She was so lovely. Uh, yeah, got hugs and kisses from her. So, yeah, it was nice. It was mm. a, a, a highlight. Does she have a lot of plastic surgery, do you think? Or... Yeah, she's had surgery, mate. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, she now she's about 50. Is she 56? Yeah, but even so, even, you know, they don't have to have plastic surgery, do they? Oh, no. She's just had a kid as well, hasn't she? Has she? Yeah, yeah. She had a kid, like, back end of last year. Fucking hell. Who is? She's got some sort of younger husband, apparently. Did it just fall out? Because she's 56. I was just going to ask it. I wonder if she's had like uh, you know, kind of a, a labia tightened or whatever the fuck you can have done. You, if you watch these plastic surgery programs, you can have your your lips tightened. <laughs> Extreme flange tighteners. <laughs> they don't need it with me. They don't need it with me. <laughs> uh, so go on, Dave. What else? You, it's been Christmas. So happy, I should I should have said actually Happy New Year to you all. And oh. uh, uh, go on, Dave. What you been up to? It's Christmas and everything else. Christmas, um, you did a spa it, day. Bridget and uh, Carl. spa day. With, any, with Bridget any of you? And Carl? No, no, not with, <laughs> that would be the one, wouldn't it? Have any of you done the spa day before? Yes. No, so. I find that very swinger type. That, if I'm honest, yeah. <laughs> I do. So when people talk about you know getting a fucking one of those bathtub malarkey things, oh, it's just swingers galore, isn't it? it really, is. <laughs> disgusting. I'm not, I'm not up for all that shit. <laughs> Have you got? I bet you got one of those, Dave, haven't you? What, the what? A spa? Yeah. No, one a of those fucking hot tub. Yeah. The hot, hot tub. tub. That's it. I was thinking of yeah. Oh no, no. That's like but the it is swingers, isn't it? It's germ soup, isn't it? One of those hot tub things. Yeah, but so is the bath, isn't it? Well, depends who's in it, I suppose. My missus. <laughs> <laughs> but then she's lovely and clean, so. Yeah. 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 Not after you finish with her, probably. <laughs> <laughs> she actually uses my bath more as well, which is funny. You know, we don't have it together. She actually, she's really quite caring about the, uh, you know, the world and all that sort of stuff. Doesn't want to reuse. She likes reusing water, you know. So I always crack one out whilst I'm in there. It's always good. <laughs> Comes out looking like something about Mary. It's fucking awesome. It, that that always reminds me of when I was a kid. I always we always used to reuse the same bath water. Yeah, that is where it's from, you know. And it's quite it's quite nice, isn't it? But I do kind of think to myself, but it's you know me itching my ass in the bath. You know, there's got to be poo particles everywhere. You know. It's oh like, yeah, it's a bum dust. Yeah, mm. yeah. Anyway, Dave, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I could have followed that. I was I was busting for a piss when I was in the swimming pool there, though, and I couldn't. I wasn't going to piss in the pool, obviously, because, you know. Why? Why not? Well, no, I thought I was going to be polite. I thought I'm not going to piss in the pool. I'll get out. I do actually have that fear of, do, do they actually put that dye shit in there? I'll never test it. it. Yeah. Is, is it going to be there? And then this blue or whatever colour starts eking out from around you. <laughs> but we'd had, we'd had like lunch and we'd had a drink at lunch and this buffet and everything. And we're in the pool, the actual pool bit. And I, I was really busting for a piss. So I get out. And the trouble is, because I'm so fucking short-sighted, not got my glasses on, didn't know where the toilets were. 
So I'm like walking around the pool like fucking Mr. Magoo because I can't see, I literally cannot see anything that's more than 12 inches away. So I'm, I'm like walking along to these signs at the wall, pressing my head against the wall to try and read what the signs are. like a fucking pedo. I know. There's women on, on the beds at the side and they're thinking, why the fuck is he getting so close to me as he's walking past? And it's because I'm trying to read the signs and I find one and it's like the yeah, women's changing worked, room. That, that works in court, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't see, Your Honour. Uh, <laughs> I saw, I, so I find the women's changing room. Obviously, that's no good. And I, I swear, I do a full lap of this swimming pool, busting for a pee, like blind. I couldn't find like the, the men's changing room because we'd come in from another room. And I thought, oh, fuck. And I'm still, I'm not going to get back in the pool and piss in the pool. So I, like, find my way back to the door that we came in from, which takes us into another room where all that whirlpool shit is and the steam rooms and all this, that, and the other. But because we'd been in there and I'd not had my glasses on, because it's all water and steam rooms, I still didn't know where the toilets were, right? And by now I'm getting to that dancing stage, you know, when you're, fucking, you're really busting for a piss and you, you've got to do that little dance. And I thought, I've got to find something in a minute or I'm just going to be an accident. So I saw that part of it was you come out one of the steam rooms, this, this big circular open shower area, and there's all these hot showers, and there's a, one of those cold buckets where you pull the piece of rope and the cold water comes over you. So I had to get into the shower area, turn a hot shower on, and just stand there and piss myself <laughs> as the water came down. <laughs> I was that desperate. I couldn't find the toilets. So which so I thought that, was, you're that you're that short-sighted, really. I am that short-sighted, mate. Yeah, it was oh, awful. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't find anything. So, but that was good. We had a couple of treatments each. We had um, this mud something or other where we both both went into this into this room, and you strip off naked uh, and you cover each other in mud. <laughs> 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 it did look like a really sort of German scat movie. It was really bad. So we're covering each other in mud, and then you sit there in the steam and let it dry on you for 20 minutes, and then these showers come on, and then it like all washes it washes it all off you. So <laughs> yeah, we sat naked with mud on us for 20 minutes. Actually naked, fully. Start bollock naked, yeah, both of us. <laughs> what Tina as well? Start yeah, bollock. yeah. Start bollock naked. Start, start. <laughs> Titty naked, I guess. Yeah. I always knew this ain't not quite right with her. <laughs> <laughs> it, did it? Did it make you feel better at doing all that? Did you feel better? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was good. I had a, had a, um, I had a shoulder and neck massage afterwards as well. Did Tina have a facial? <laughs> Did you have a facial? <laughs> no, no, no facials, unfortunately. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> oh, I don't think I could do that. Go and do that. I don't think I could go and like, strip naked like that. You know? Hmm. Why? Why not? There's only us two in there. There's nobody else in there. And you cover each other with the with the brown substance, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, there's bowls full. They've got this this white mud for your face. Is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what they told us. And then the, the brown mud for the rest of you. So you just like mud each other up. That's awesome. <laughs> Does it bring out all the pores and that stuff? Oh yeah, it brings out everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. god, yeah. Yeah. All the all the all the spots from everywhere went. It was good. So it's if you, if you, like you needed a piss. You, if you were desperate for a shit, you could have just done it, <laughs> done it in your hand yeah. and smeared it all over Tina. <laughs> yeah. And then when she says, you know, because they told us when we went in this mud, it's it's um, they, they've made it smell of Christmas something or other. So yeah, you just, you know, just say that's what Christmas smells like. <laughs> Is that... That sounds awesome. Mm. Uh, Dave, I should ask as well, because it's the first time I've, I've spoken to you since you've been on your dream trip across America, mm. isn't it? So do you want to tell everybody a little bit about that? It was like your uh, one of your dreams. And you've done quite a lot of, I mean, uh, this is, I was thinking about this earlier on in as much as that we've talked before about getting old and, you know, and all this. Stuff. And uh, and Ben, you've kind of switched me onto a book, which I'm reading mm. at the minute. And, uh, you know, kind of makes you, t- it makes you think that, that you're never too old to, to try or do anything. And and so I'm kind of looking at life in that way, instead of thinking, Oh God, I'm getting old, all that kind mm. of bother. And Dave, you are the living kind of embodiment of that. You, I mean, you are an old bastard, aren't you? <laughs> uh, but, but you've had probably the, the most uh, amazing four five years since i've known you uh you've been to la you've you've like uh, toured la with a a film star uh you've been in a film in hollywood uh you've recorded dvd commentaries for films uh you've um been across america you've met other podcasters who live in america uh and that's just like some you know some of the few things i can remember it's just, you know, you've done some amazing stuff over the past. You've run at the Rocky Steps. Uh, well, I, I wouldn't say run, but... Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fell up them. <laughs> Tell him I don't know, I could fall up steps. Yeah. <laughs> All the way. So, uh, I think you are, you know, not, not to be saying too cheesy, but, you know, you are sort of like the, the kind of the living embodiment of it's never too old to do anything really is it so yeah, but he's so, not old though come on well i know well he's older than us isn't he come on let's be honest yeah he's, yeah. he's got a good 10 years on well how, on old, us. He, how old are you dave <laughs> 54 this year oh yeah he's, so yeah he's got a good, yeah not, not that i'm you know anyway so go Again, on you get people like sly and that don't you like a 72 and oh god yeah yeah it's fucking crazy yeah it really is. yeah so, so that's what I'm saying. It, you know, I'm not uh, saying you're like Sly, by the way, Dave, just to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You're more like Sly's mum. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Fucking hell, was that below the belt, was it? <laughs> a, le- a legal shot, everyone. <laughs> is she still alive? Is it Jackie, yeah. It? Jackie. Yeah, 97. Fucking hell. Yeah. Wow. Frank, Frank put a video up on Instagram on New Year's Eve. He was with her on New Year's Eve. Wow. Mm. Mm. She, she looks pretty good for that, funny enough. <laughs> for 97. She's yeah. had some work done. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, you, you went on this trip. Um, and again, well, that's the thing, you know, like talking to somebody who's been in Day of the Dead, you know, and then staying at her house. This kind of stuff doesn't happen to, happen to normal people, Dave. So you know, not that I'm saying you're not normal. But you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like some amazing things have happened to you over the past 
few it few years, you is. know. So tell us a little bit about that then. Go on. Yeah, I think it's all to do with with doing what you love doing though, isn't it? You know, if you if you do what you love doing, good things are gonna happen. And like age means nothing to it, does it? That's yeah. just like a number. It's all in your head. You know, I've got friends my age and you'd swear they were like seventy odd you know because of the way they think and the way they act mm -hmm. your actual age has got nothing to do with it it's all in the mind and we've talked about this like off air haven't we you know you mentioned about books that we're reading and all of this it's mm. a lot of it's like to do with you know everything in your head and um yeah i'm a firm believer you know just do what you love doing good things that ha will happen and then this nfl trip been an nfl fan for what 37 years now waited 36 years for the trip um went four and a half years never spent a two pound coin or a 50p put them all in tins saved up for it went across there and then it was through doing you know like doing the podcast so interview laurie cardell from day of the dead etc uh and it's through doing that that she found out i was a steelers fan then she said uh, this was like off air we got keep in contact she said her husband's like a huge steelers fan so i got emailing him and then we were swapping emails all the time. And then they say, oh, come and stop with us. And only come and stop with us. Well, don't bother getting a ticket for the home game. We'll go on, on Jim's season ticket. He'll take you to the game. It's like, ah, oh, <laughs> she's like, thank you very much. So, yeah, it was a bit bizarre, like, flying across there. I was there for 12 days. Did a home game and an away game. Stayed with Laurie and Jim for four nights. And they were amazing. And it's weird because you think, okay, oh, it's Sarah from Day of the Dead. <laughs> But you don't think that when you're there because they're such lovely people and they just made me feel so at home. And then Jim took me to the ground, watched the Steelers versus the Browns. We got to the ground and not only did he like get me in on his season ticket and his season ticket is the best seats in the house because his family's had season tickets for like going back years and years and years and years. So it was amazing seats. He also got, we were on the field, on the actual playing field for an hour and a half before the game, meeting the players and everything. He did all that for me, which was like, it's like going above and beyond. So that part of the trip was just incredible. Went to the Monroeville Mall with, with Laurie. So it's like Sarah from Day of the Dead taking me to where Dawn of the Dead was filmed, which was like incredible. And we were just goofing around and making stupid videos and taking pictures. And then going from there, went to Philly, uh, did the Rocky Steps again. And then met Jerry and Dave from the Bad Cop, Bad Cop show. <laughs> and they, uh, they took me shooting. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Firing handguns, <laughs> shotguns, rifles. Uh, yeah, it was amazing. And they are they are so funny. They're just like they were on the podcast, mate. <laughs> Did you have an erection while you were shooting guns? Oh, it was, yeah. I mean, the thing is, right, I got to Pittsburgh on the Friday. On the Saturday was when that shooting happened. You know, the really bad shooting at the synagogue? As <laughs> opposed to the good one. Just, yeah. <laughs> 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 that was a good one that happened a few weeks later. <laughs> you know, got more people, more points. Yeah. Just like a video game. I blame Doom. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that was that was like round round the corner from Jim and Laurie's, and we got police coming round. Nobody could leave the house. There was all this like active oh, yeah. shooter situation. Nobody could leave the house. They didn't know if there was any more. You didn't know if somebody was going to come to the window with a gun. All this kind of shit. Frightening as fuck. Mm -hmm. um, which makes you go, fucking like, why, you know, why have guns? Fucking America, wake up. But then like a week down the line and with Jerry and Dave and at a gun range. And it's like, you know, when you're growing up and you're a kid and you're playing cowboys and Indians. And I had a toy gun as a kid, but just like a cowboy. 
and you think, this is the first time firing a real gun. Fucking hell, it's pretty satisfying to fire a gun. Not at somebody, but at a target, you know, just a static target. Mm. That was good. Yeah, that was really good. I'd do that. That's um, awesome. Yeah. And then finished off in Baltimore for the game and a day in Washington and did that kind of stuff. So it was mm. cool. Because I, I know you had the that little WhatsApp group and stuff, and uh, it was you were posting pictures of what you were doing, and we said it, it seemed like a pretty relentless trip. You were you were on the go pretty constantly. Oh yeah, I was knackered by the time. Yeah, but I went with the intention of like doing everything, making the most of every single minute, mm. which I did. So yeah, it was good. Because I, I know it's very personal for you as well, because it was something that you uh, thought about with you, you know, with your dad in mind. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a whole there's a big backstory to do with my dad and the. Because he got me into American football back in '82, and he was going to take me to Super Bowl '30, and then he died, you know, before then, like six months before. So you never got to do that. My team made the Super Bowl that year, even though they got beat. Um, he died at the same age as I am now when I did the trip. Um, there was weird coincidences because he 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 died of pancreatitis, right? And I get on the plane to to fly across to America. And the guy next to me he takes off his um, his coat, and underneath he's got this T-shirt on that says "Pancreatitis Warrior," and he he survived it. I think four years ago, he got really close to death, and he was going across to do this marathon to raise funds for it. So I'm not really sure what it is. Is that similar to what Patrick Swayze passed away on? Oh, I don't know what he passed away from. So I don't. Uh, oh, is, is it is it not like it's not a cancer then? No, is it? Like no, a, well, no, it's sort of uh, okay. it passed through your pancreas, and then all your internal organs start oh, shutting down one oh, by okay. one, and it, yeah, it's not good. Um, but there was loads of weird coincidences like that all the way through the trip to do with my dad. That was like, ooh, that's a bit strange. Now, whether you're looking for them or you're not, I don't know, you know. But there was some that were just like really weird, like that one on the plane. The chances of somebody sat next to me with that t-shirt on and being a survivor and all of that, it's a bit, mm, okay. You know, if you believe in that stuff, it's like, mm, is, is he looking over me while this is going on? And, you know, but you can read into it what you want. But, you know, at the end of the day, it was like, fuck it, what an amazing trip. Mm. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it sort of sounds like a bit of a pilgrimage for you. you know? It was, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So you've had a very busy sort of last couple of months, haven't you? Mm, yeah, definitely. Awesome. Did you have a good Christmas and New Year? Yeah, Christmas was quiet. We ate out for the first time. We had Christmas, Christmas dinner out, at a, cooked for us for a change, which was really nice. No cooking, no washing up, all of that. So that was good. And then we both got ill, not from food poisoning, I should add, on, on Boxing Day. And then, yeah, we've both been pretty ill since then. So the end of the year was a bit shit, but until then, it was really good. Hmm. Hmm. It know. probably is actually because I get it every year around um, Christmas time and my birthday. I always end up getting sort of ill. And I don't know whether it's a reflection type thing as well, you know, like especially for you, Dave, because you went away and did all that shit. Yeah. So maybe, yeah. maybe it's your body sort of just like having a rest, you know? It, it's yeah. sort of, yeah, it's weird, things like that. Mm, I think it is with Christmas in particular because you get so hyped up and built up. And then when it actually comes, your, your body's like, oh, fucking hell, I'm tired now. And you, so yeah. you end up getting a bit exposed to the, the germs and all that shit. So, yeah. Um, well, Dave, I'm so chuffed that you're here. It's, uh, it's amazing. So thank you very much. Um, I hope you're going to enjoy coming on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. I didn't realise we need, we need to bring our webcams out, do we? <laughs> <laughs> we get excited. 
may have already came i know uh, anyway <laughs> ben it's been ages since i've spoken to you as well oh, i can't think of, i can't think of the last time i spoke to you it's probably may was it um well, i don't know it was the sec was it the second abc was it yeah so it's, it's yeah yeah probably about april may sort of time so um so go on then ben what have you been up to over the past few months all life changing stuff really because you know this year was more about sorting myself out i think when i last spoke to you um I had my mum living with me for like three years, you know, so it was getting crazy. I was living in a little box room, getting stressed out with all that. Then I had all my life changing stuff, like the life coaching, you know, it's sort of kind of linked to those book, that book I sort of sent you as well. That was part of it all. And um, yeah, just learning about loads of stuff, how to change your life more than anything else. And my, my sole aim for last year was just finding happiness, like relationship wise, you know, because I I'd, I'd kind of been the party animal for quite a long time. And what I found was happening in the end is I'm, I am, I'm really quite a generous person and mm. you, you sort of notice people sort of hang around you when you're generous. Uh, but, but when, when that sort of stops, not many people hang around, you know, and I, yeah. I've always been like that and it was a real eye opener, but what with, um, I just felt stuck in my home. Uh, the, the bills were getting out of hand. I mean, this sounds really depressing, but there's a, there is a reason for this because it, it ends up quite nice. You know? Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, I needed to sort out my love life. I needed to sort out my home life and everything. And basically I achieved that, which was fantastic because I was partying all the time, really hard and, you know, just going out all the time and, but sort of neglecting all the things I like. And a lot of the, you know, the, po you know, the positive steps to make are, are actually saying no to people. And I think I might have told a couple of you guys, once you can learn to say no and take back a bit of time for yourself, you know, that, that changes your life. It's massive, a massive step to take. Because you, you, ultimately, I'm the sort of guy who will help anybody. But to the detriment of my own time, you know, mm. and I, you know, and neglecting things you enjoy, i.e., like podcasts or playing video games or doing music, you know, all those sort of things that, that the most important things to me ends up taking a back step. I take, you know, a step away from it for, the, for all the wrong reasons because you, you sort of say to yourself, I ain't got time for this, I ain't got time for that. And that, that really boils down to just not being happy in yourself. That, mm. That's what, what it boils down to. So, what I did was, um, I mean, obviously, I split up with uh, the wife over three years ago. Um, dicked around for ages and then just met this beautiful woman and and I've been with her four months now literally just over and it's it's amazing you know meeting someone actually who's not on Facebook is fucking huge it's it's like you wouldn't believe the difference even just that you know because I switched off all news feeds you know I'm barely on Twitter I don't really keep up with the news and that because it's I happened to have the news on the radio the other day, funny enough, for the first time in ages. And it literally, I think I've said this before, it, it literally just gives you bad news constantly. Yeah. And it's bad for people. I'm telling you, if you just switch all that shit off, you can change your life and think differently. You know, we talked about age earlier on, you know, with Dave and that. And Sorry, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, and it's so true. I remember speaking to my nan years ago, my German nan, and, you know, she, she, she passed away. I think she was 85 or something like that. But she literally said she felt like she was 19 years old. You know, even at that point, of being that age but how she felt and it is all about just thinking positive some people believe it some people don't but i, I i've done all sorts of stuff like literally just i won't go into too deeply because it's a long long study you know um just nlp and stuff like i you know body language and the way people eyes you know i can tell if people are lying i've just done all sorts of stuff to improve my life that nlp that's neural neuro linguistic yeah. programming that's that what it's yes that's right. Yeah. And, it, you know, believe it or not, it is, it's incredible to use in your day to day life. And then when you when you kind of end up doing it naturally without having to think about anything, it, it just improves your life or the, the, you, t you take steps to actually act and like you're in control of your own life and not taking that step back and letting others take control. Because what happens is people tend to 
subliminally take control of your life and you think you're doing the right thing by being there for everybody and doing everything for everybody else and what happens is you end up doing your own fucking head in and feeling like you have no time you know and when you knock all that shit out and start thinking of yourself not you know i'm not saying you know don't help people and i'm not saying that at all i'm going to be there and actually helping people is actually a big step to take as well because i actually kind of had a guy a mate of mine who was in a really really bad way and i changed his life just by you know giving him these tools to work with which i'd been given you know from various sources and stuff and it literally changed my life we're talking about stuff like you know going to a bar and getting served straight away in busy bars it's crazy you know it's crazy to see it happening and to believe it works once you believe it works it can work and there's little techniques you can do but anyway the point i'm trying to get at is change my life i sort of my whole financial situation so i managed to remortgage pay off all the debts pay the wife off get rid of her um and then find this as i say the, the main goal was to get in a relationship and just meet this beautiful woman who has just changed my life and it's just you know it, you know when you meet, meet somebody who actually is happy for you to play video games and you know or somebody who's happy to actually re record your podcast you know she's sitting right by me now you know and it, it's you know she's sucking me off actually as we speak but no it's, <laughs> 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 um, but she's so desperate for it i could tell uh, no, she's, <laughs> Uh, but no it's just all these sort of things and and just finally achieve it i'm not saying everything is perfect in the sense of your life it is on a personal level you still have mortgages you still have things to deal with but it's the way you cope with these things the way you think about it can really really change your life and i hope that book does make a difference because it did for me it really, really did hmm. um you should tell people what it's called it's called uh yeah. be your own life coach yeah uh and um I, i'm about 80 pages through it and I'm, so uh, my kind of little routine i've got into is uh i'll read about half an hour before i go to bed so i'll read yeah. in, be in bed and um you know it's not just a book that you read and you take stuff in you absorb stuff there's actually things that you do as well um you know so and it's it's quite hel helpful in as much as that it helps you to look at your own life and to also to reflect on you know the things that have gone wrong and mm. not to focus too much on that but then to sort of like focus on the positive things that you know make yeah. you a good person because we all you know we all are good people but we we neglect to tell ourselves that quite a lot don't we and it's yeah, about the language that you you know we say to ourselves you know we put ourselves down and and uh you know actually we should be bigging ourselves up it, absolutely it's all about communication as well and that's one thing i noticed about you dave it's like i find you and tina extremely positive positive as a couple and and if <laughs> and when you actually listen to you guys that is really evident and i think that's why you know you can both rely upon each other you know and you need someone in life like that on by your side who actually 100 you're there for each other i'm not saying you never have an argument or a disagreement of course that's part of life <laughs> but but ultimately you're there to you know why would you want to actually be negative about anything really in reality i mean i know things we, we have hurdles to, to you know to jump over but a lot of times people think way too much about the negative aspect rather yeah. than rather than looking forward you know and uh, yeah it's true and i get it we all have things that can hit there, there there'll be things that hit me in life obviously as you get older as well there'll be things that hit us and again it's about overcoming that but one thing's for sure i don't want to be doing that on my own and i think it's very very simple for some people to believe that it's actually fine to be on your own for the rest of your life and i don't believe that at all i think you need your soulmate, you need your companion and you need to be happy you know yeah yeah to get through get through the tough times Absolutely. and share all the you know all the yeah, good stuff with too totally yeah yeah also has adam died or is he still with us or i'm listening oh yeah cool. <laughs> i'm just listening 
That's awesome. Yeah. But that book is fantastic. And that's part of just not just that there's way more than that. If you, if you actually want to find out about it all, there's shitloads on YouTube and, you know, and stuff like people are quite unaware of a lot of way of positive thinking, you know, and I think Dave, I think you might mention about you know, men's mental health or something about, is there like a big statistic, like a big swing or something? Is that what you were saying? Oh like? yeah. It's, yeah. It's becoming more open now, isn't it? There's, I've noticed a big thing in the media about it, that they're covering it a lot more. Yeah. And men's mental, you know, men of like 40 upwards as well. Yeah. And suddenly being able to say, oh, okay, things are not quite as they should be. Whereas before, yeah. just hiding it all and just suffering. Because you said earlier, didn't we? You know, your mental health affects your physical health. And it's God, just yeah. everything yeah. in circle that you spiral down and then it's shit. So. And that's very much an old style British stiff upper lip bullshit. Yeah, and not talking. Yeah. yeah. And that's come from the war, you know, the Second World War era, really. That's where that's where it all originated from. And I get it. I understand it. it was a horrific time. But we've kind of moved on from there now. And, you know, we have a voice. And I think men should be able to be open and honest, you know, just be open about it. Because if you can't talk about it, you end up stewing on it. And that's the worst thing. That yeah, can definitely. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I've sort of said that before that I'd bottle things up, but I don't, uh, you know, that's something I'm conscious of doing, so don't want to do it anymore. And, no. and you know, it's it's one of the worst things that anybody can do. Um, so. I, did, I was actually listening to you guys talk uh, on the last show, and I think one thing that really hit me is when you said, um, you, you, it's kind of, it's an anxiety, actually. That's what it really is. And, you know, like going, like not wanting to meet people or not wanting to even record. You think about it, there's moments where I've had that, and I'm thinking, why do I not want to be doing something I absolutely love doing? Mm-hmm. that's a weird one you know I, I adore doing it and putting time aside now i'm playing games i'm playing more games now than i can ever imagine and yet my workload is bigger i've got more time spent at work and yet now i can play more games and now I work that one out how does that work you know? <laughs> yeah so. yeah i think it's the thought process isn't it? because you kind of think oh i can't be bothered to do this or uh you know you kind of put yourself off doing something because you yeah. like you said you don't feel happy in yourself so you end up just not doing anything a lot of the time or uh but anyway that's simplifying it i guess yeah. but yeah. um but yeah no well it sounds like you've had uh you've been through on a pretty uh life-changing journey over the past yeah like, it sounds absolutely it's wanky, but it's true isn't it you no know? it's true literally sex every day uh for as much as i can keep up three times a day sometimes but i can't keep up with her you know she's 35 and i'm 42 so you know so She's, uh, it's nice to have one of the, you know, the young, one of the young ones who want to take it up the shitter every day. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you should see her face right now. It's a fucking picture. Don't do that, love, because I come and shove it in your face as well. <laughs> oh, no, she's gorgeous. She's absolutely beautiful. Oh, and I have to say, it is amazing that she's sitting there listening to you recording. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. it is awesome. Yeah. Oh wow, that's brilliant. Um, so, well, and also you've been playing some amazing video games we'll get onto those oh, in a yeah. bit so yeah. uh and you and adam are just gonna i think go off on a tangent oh and... my god yeah. yeah yeah we may we may spunk a little so uh go on then adam uh sorry i should ask ben have you got anything else that you want to say ah, how, how was your christmas and new year was it good oh fantastic yeah it's all about the kids at the end of the day isn't it and that's yeah. it happy at christmas again it's the first christmas in four years i've actually enjoyed so yeah it's fantastic, fantastic. great stuff great stuff mate um well uh adam yes go on uh what, what have you been up to how's, how's your christmas and new year Christmas, New Year, New Year were good. I said I haven't had anything majorly life changing, and the reason I'm listening to you lot talk is because obviously I'm the youngster of the group now. But um, <laughs> I turn forty tomorrow, so oh wow! Oh. So it, it's good listening to you know elder, elderly statesmen like yourselves <laughs> talk, talk about this kind of thing. You know, to see what I'm gonna gonna happen to me in a few years' time. So. I did have, I did have a chat with Rebecca, and she's you know she's a little bit concerned about it getting smaller, but you know. You <laughs> <laughs> I've got plans for that. I'm just going to inject myself with uh, 
I don't know, baby hormones or something into my testicles <laughs> and the base of my penis. That should that should work, I think. Yeah. Stem cells. <laughs> so, well, we know what you're going to be up to tomorrow night. Um, yeah, and, injecting uh, my penis with stem cells. <laughs> oh, are you doing anything special for your fortieth then? Um, I don't know. It, it, I think it's a bit of a surprise. Or just Rebecca. <laughs> well, you never know. You never know. Oh, there might be a few more. Oh, imagine that. Imagine a fortieth orgy. <laughs> hey, you never know. You might be having shit rubbed all over your. <laughs> <laughs> have, you no, ever... have you ever seen any of that shit as well? Seriously, it's awful. It's fucking awful. Yeah, I, have, yeah. You, have you? I remember when somebody showed me the video. Uh, first, introduced me to WhatsApp, and uh, I think the first video they showed me was two girls, one cup. Have you ever seen oh, that? Oh yeah, it's mm. disgusting. Yeah. I've never seen that exact one. It's not pleasant. Yes, not pleasant yeah. at all. Um, I yeah. can't even describe it to you. I don't think with that. To the point of where you think, is it real? You know what I mean? Because the thought of that to me is just vile. You know? Yeah, it's not good. Um, Each of the right, I suppose. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, years yeah. and years ago, I saw three three women all. Um, Started pissing on each other and yeah. then shitting, oh. and then started being sick in each other's mouths. <laughs> well, so okay, out of the three, which one would you prefer to do? What? Ooh, 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 ooh. Piss, 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 shit, piss or shit or vomit? <laughs> well, pissed. It's got to be pissed, isn't it? Yeah. Unless you're hungry. If you're actually hungry, then vomit, I suppose. <laughs> Depends what they've eaten. Actually. Well, sweet corn and carrot. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if they've eat, if they've just like if they've just chowed down on a big can of soup and they throw it up into your mouth, there's not much difference, is there? <laughs> <laughs> but if they've just munched down on a big kebab, that ain't going to be so nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, not long ago, I was sick and I just had a curry a few hours before, and I swear, I, I said, I'm never having a curry again. Because it mm. was like it was all coming back up, and it was the same kind of thing. You know, you could yeah. see the rice, the fucking... Oh, it, you just do that to a Tupperware bowl, put it in the fridge, reheat it the next day, job's good. <laughs> Oh, it's good for the waistline, though, as well. Mm. <laughs> what, bulimia? <laughs> yeah. oh, but believe me, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Always wrong form. You're on form. Uh, go on. Have you been up to have you, anything else? No, I mean, we spoke I, about six weeks ago, didn't we? Sarah? Yeah, we did. I've just I've just been um, at work a lot because I've, I've just changed jobs, I think, last time. Yes, you have. Last time we spoke. So I've just been getting used to that, really. And uh, yeah, just driving around a lot and, and doing my new job, uh, pretty much just yeah, getting on top of that and and you know, being a being a nice boss. Oh, your boss man. Yeah, I've got some underlings. Oh, very good. Yeah. So. What do you do? Do you treat them well? You shout um, them. Well, first first day, I bombed all three of them and said, if you know. <laughs> If they, if they piss me off, they're going to get that, and you know it'll be more forceful, and there'll be more things up there alongside my rod. So, yeah, no, no I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'm firm but fair. You know, no point in being a twat at the end of the day. I'm always firm. Very yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, not not a great deal to be fair, but you know, yeah. it's good. It's good. Given all the, the shit that happened last year, I was quite happy for a for a month of of um, normality. Anything fantastic, um, me myself, uh, Christmas is good, like you said, Ben. It's all about the kids, isn't it? And uh, just felt more relaxed this year. I think I just kind of actually 
because you stress about Christmas and things like that, don't you? You know, and uh, I do anyway, or did uh, in terms of like the the money. You know, we've got a house full of shit already as it is, and more shit's going to come in. But I just thought, you know what? Fuck it. It's it's not about me. It's not for me. It's for the kids. Yeah. And uh, and so just got felt happy about that. Um, saw Creed two at the cinema. Mm. Uh, um, yeah, that was all right. It wasn't anything amazing. I th- I thought. I was a bit disappointed with it, to be honest with you. I, I loved the first Creed. I thought it was great. It had lots yeah. of emotion in it, you know, and it's great to see Sly back on the screen playing that character. Whereas this, it was great seeing Sly, but I, it didn't have the same emotion for me. It just kind of felt like a bit run of the mill. Uh, like it was just kind of, you're never going to expect anything massively original from a Rocky movie, I guess. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that it has to be just very meh kind of thing. You know, the, even the training montages weren't anything spectacular and you know they usually get you pumped up don't they um like in creed where he's running down the street and he's being chased by the scramblers and the bikes and all that kind of stuff and he's you know that was really cool whereas in this i mean obviously it just felt a bit like rocky uh three and rocky four kind of mashed together you know um you you got a champion in creed who uh he sort of you know, fighting over the hill fighters. And then you've got this young, hungry fighter who happens to be Drago's son. So obviously there's that kind of link and everything else. And um, it, it's, it, yeah, it was okay. Didn't I mean, Dave, I know you've seen it, haven't you? Yeah, I was the same as you, mate. I was disappointed with it. Yeah, I thought it was nowhere near as good as the first one. It was good. And then, but I wanted more from it. You know, mm. I wanted more. But, and it's like Creed story now, isn't it? But even with the fighting scenes with that, and again, you could argue, you know, I mean, we've said it, Rocky isn't a boxing movie, is it? The first one, it's a love story. Yeah. And then she, you go forward into that. And this is still sort of a love story, but this one was all about father and son relationships, really, wasn't it? This mm. all, all the way through. But you know, it just lacked a bit of a spark for me. I'd give it, I think I'd give it like about three out of five. It was good, but nowhere near as good as the first Creed or... I haven't managed to see that yet, but I've seen mm. it. I've seen some of it on uh, <laughs> on a dodgy download, <laughs> but, uh, which is never going to give me the best thing anyway. But yeah. I, I, was, I was kind of enjoying it weirdly because I'd heard you guys say about it, not not too pleased, but I, I seemed to be enjoying it. But I had to go out. But I, it's been a bit of a year like that of disappointing sequels because I saw Equalizer two, right, and mm. that was just not a patch on the original. Wasn't was it? No, no. And then I saw, what was the other one? Escape Plan 2 as well. Oh, oh Jesus awful. Christ, that shit. That's yeah. fucking awful, that is, yeah. Awful film. Yeah, it's a shame. Mm. I think that's yeah. just gone Netflix, hasn't it? Uh, I Escape. think it has, yeah. Yeah, so I, I heard you talk about it, Dave, and you said it, oh, crap it was. Oh, so. don't bother. It, just don't bother with it. It's terrible. Um, and then talk, staying on films, I watched uh, Black Panther, which I missed out on, and because uh, we've had some, uh, Sky Movies, so it's on that at the minute. And... Um, I'm going to sound a bit controversial here and maybe a bit grumpy, but it was good. But again, I, everybody's raving over it, saying, oh, it's one of the best Marvel films ever and this, that and the other. And it, I think Infinity War is still my favourite after watching, I've seen, I think I've seen them all. No, I haven't seen Ant-Man and the Wasp. But anyway, um, it was it was good. But again, it didn't blow me away like I was probably expecting it to. Um, I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there for a second here, just with this, right? Because I've seen some of it. Right. Mm. Um, now, obviously, I haven't seen it all, so I'm not too sure what it's all about, really, if I'm honest. But obviously, you've got Martin Freeman in it. Have you? Is he the only white person in that movie? Uh, uh, and Andy Serkis, very right. briefly. Yeah. Right. So is this a world where there are no white people then? I, I was just going to say, and the other thing that was wrong with it was there's too many black people in it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> what, what are they all at the fucking same? <laughs> 
Uh, no, Jack's behind the scenes, you can't tell who's who. Uh, I, I'm joking, of course. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh. no, it was it, it was it was all right, and there was there was some good characters in it. But um, I mean, I, I particularly like Andy Circus, but then he's not in it for very long, um, and it was a shame he, he sort of disappeared. But yeah, it was it was all right. I'm like I said, I'm gonna sound correct twat because everybody pretty much universally said, "Oh, it's amazing, it's fantastic." But I kind of watched it and thought, "Yeah, it was all right." Uh, other than that, TV wise, we were watching we're on the third series of The Good Place. Dave, oh, have you, you love it. it? Oh yeah, yeah, we went through them all really quickly. Love I think it. it. I think it was you who told me about it originally, uh, but then you watch that much fucking TV and film, it's hard to keep up sometimes. But um, yeah, so we've <laughs> including we've, fucking Coronation Street. Oh yeah. <laughs> we've burned through this and we've said we're on series three now because like 20 minutes an episode and it's so fun and breeze light and breezy um but quite you know it's poignant in places as well mm -hmm. it, it kind of reminds me of um a bit like lost except not pretentious and confusing and uh you know because it kind of like flipped it, you know it goes back into their past life and then it kind of jumps forward and it's all it's it's really good though you know and it's funny and it's it's we both enjoy it you know my wife and i it's it's really good um and then the only other thing was uh which made me think about uh, going about creed 2 you know saying there's too many black people in it um but kind of i was watching and this is again i'm not bringing my daughter up to be a racist uh honestly governor but we were watching a bit of the tyson fury uh deontay wilder fight just on in you know and my, my daughter says oh who are we cheering for daddy and i said well who do you like the best and she said oh the, the one with the normal skin and I said, <laughs> <laughs> And you're thinking, I, oh, I, I need to have a conversation with you, don't I? Uh, but, you know, she's not being racist. She's just sort of like, you know, in a six-year-old's head, it's, I guess, to her, because she's white, uh, you know, she's just... To be fair, though, that's quite unusual in this day and age, isn't it, for a kid to think that way, I think? Uh, I Well, again, we are... Tr Training her to to do you know pile hit pile hit Yeah, yeah. Um, Donald Trump would love her, but uh, <laughs> so but no, it, it's kind of one of those things. You know, these awkward questions that kids ask you. They, they do ask you some corkers. Um, but no, I think that's been about it for me. I said it's been a. I spoke to well, I said I, I spoke to Adam about six weeks ago, and so there you go. Anyway, should we uh, crack on with some video games? Because I know. We've got a pack show, and I think I'm just going to take a back seat here and let you, Dave and Adam and Ben, just go because you've just got so much to talk about. And anyway, so should we come back in a minute? Yeah. Yeah. Go on then. Yeah. Okay. We'll be back in a sec. For nearly 4,000 years, an unspeakable evil was buried deliberately and methodically erased from ancient Egyptian history. Legend speaks of a cruel and murderous dynasty, of dark gods and unimaginable barbarity. Disturbed from her nameless tomb, Seteki, the Witch Queen, has risen again. 
Only one group of heroes can stand against the scourge of Sateke. The Strange Brigade! In a treacherous world of malevolent monsters and terrifying traps, four fearless adventurers fight for their lives, overcoming obstacles and puzzling predicaments, while keeping an ever-vigilant eye out for treasure troves and lost relics. Unleashing explosive magic and obliterating ancient Egyptian horrors. Join the heroic Strange Brigade. Okay, we're back, and oh, I don't know who to start with because, well, I'll chip in. I'll, I'll, I just want to talk about a certain thing, so I'll just listen to you guys and chip in. I'm oh gosh, right. Um, well, I th okay, so. I think we better start with um, Ben first. I know you said you want to chip in, but you have got. You've been telling us you've you've had something that's changed your gaming perspective. Absolutely. And, you know, we talked about this years and years ago when we first did, and uh, I poo pooed it as well. I yes, we first yep. did the same coin, and we were all pretty much like, "Oh, I can't see this doing anything." You know, blah blah blah. Well, anyway, tell us what you've been doing and how it's changed your outlook on gaming. I basically will say it right now. I think it's a game changer. I know I'm two years you know, behind, but it, for me, it's cracking. And I think what's nice now, but basically I picked up the PlayStation uh, VR. Yeah. Um, it's unbelievable. And I haven't really had enough chance to play anywhere near as much as I want. I've got it, I've got it the weekend just gone. Uh, my son bought one as well for himself at home. Um, and luckily, I own the Move controller still because they are going for a shit ton of money if you want to go and buy them right now. We're talking about 80 quid a piece. Oof. yeah it's fucking crazy but anyway yes yeah, the psvr it's um I, I remember adam you sort of you well you you and chris both praising this um yeah. like, game wipeout and that and i mean i'm i think they've sold about 10 million units now of the of this playstation vr i think and it's to be honest i'm amazed they've managed to do it because you cannot showcase a vr headset you cannot do it. You cannot sell it to anybody unless you physically try it. And even then, I imagine when anyone has tried it, it's probably in some busy packed fucking, you know, show where you get five, ten minutes. Well, I've been dicking around with just the most stupid, simple games like um, just Tumble. You know, have you played Tumble VR? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, let me actually even before then it comes with um is it vr worlds i think is the package it yeah. comes with it's got things in there like um just going down in a cage uh into uh, you know um, coral reefs that sort of stuff shark attack now it's one of those moments where you literally go oh my god it's a game changer I, my, my jaw hit the floor just putting that headset on for the first time and adjusting it getting it all set nicely and just you feel like you're in the fucking world and we're talking it's one one it's it's literally where you look it's there's no lag nothing and i know you've said it all before you guys but to, to, uh, once you've experienced it yourself it's mind-blowing and we're talking freebies as well there's lots of free shit you can download off the playstation store that is just fun to dick around in and it's like um well I've done i've done things like um well there's one in fact on that um vr worlds where you you do a london heist and it's all gangster you got to do things like pick up you know 
pick up um, a cigar and light it with a lighter. And it's all spot on. The depth of field and everything, the shadowing, you feel like you're there to the point where your legs actually go in certain things. You know, it actually makes you feel like, uh, like one of the games there is like the luge and you're lying on your back. It just feels like you're actually lying on this thing and moving left and right. You know, it's just mental. Um, what else have I played? I haven't really played much of big titles, but the one I have started is Resident Evil. And that, oh my God. If anyone experienced that, okay, obviously you're going to have to like the horror genre. But you kind of go back. After you've experienced this, right, and your jaw hits the floor again, and you're in this fucking world, right, which is so scary because you're in it. Going back and playing it on a normal screen, it's just like not the same, is it? You can't... It's totally different. And I know it sounds like I'm trying to flog a dead horse. I was talking to Seth, my mate, about it, right? And he literally, I mean, ultimately, he gets headaches and migraines. So again, it's not going to be for someone like him. But he was kind of also knocking what it does. And I'm sort of like, nah, I can't believe you can experience virtual reality as it is now, you know, and think that's no good or it's a gimmick. I, I don't think it's a gimmick at all. When you see a game like, uh, you know, by, by you know, uh, Resident Evil 7, the full game or, you know, um, Skyrim, the full game, there's more and more, there's so much content out there now and it's just unbelievable. There's certain, you know, I've only done about first half an hour or so on Resident Evil 7 where you walk up to the shack and you just sort of, you, you find videotape and put it into a TV, put it into an old-fashioned VHS and you then play that section of the game as if you're watching it but then you're actually playing that level and it, there's just moments where you just turn around it just jump scares and it's the fact you have complete control. It's like, if you want to just like look around the corner or look, you know, the depth is crazy and it, I, I don't know what to say other than it's just absolutely blown me away. Literally blown me away. Yeah, literally blown me away. Um, have you ever got sick with it? Has it made you feel No, not at all. Not at all. No. I, I, for whatever reason. I think you either get it or you don't. And there's no in-between. When I experienced 3D for the first time, not on the TV, but like the 3DS, I never had a problem with that. But 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 I got a kind of fuzziness to it, yeah? Even on that, even on the 3DS. But with this, I think because you're in it as such, it sort of covers up the whole of your vision, you know? Um, I think, well, I don't get any problems at all. And I've done, I've played a good, five or six hours you know <laughs> and, I, and i'm getting nothing at all dave i think because you haven't got it yet have you no not yet uh have you played uh resident evil 7 yeah i played the first about an hour of it I'd say. right okay so i've probably done a similar amount actually on that game maybe maybe a bit less but if you imagine that uh, uh, what's so clever about it, the actual controls i mean i'm obviously using a dual shock but it's got like on the right stick, it's got like a quick feature. So if you if you imagine you're standing facing the television, like when you've actually set it up for the first place, yeah. if you click right on the um, stick, it sort of jumps slightly round. And I, initially I thought, well, that's shit. But then you don't realise it's just, well, you just push forward and look where you want to walk. And then it's all yeah. like you're really going. It's, it's unbelievable. It really is. You're so immersed. Headphones on, scary as fuck. And there's loads and loads of horror type games on the store as well, which I'm going to start dabbling with. Uh, we played a bit of, I mean, there's a game called, um, what is it? Peer, Peer, Peer Arcade. And it, uh, it's the first time I've ever thought it's a great arcade. Because I mean, if you go, I live in, you know, a seaside town and back in the day it used to be amazing for arcades you know, all the latest games but now they've ended up being these penny pushing things or you know these uh, basketball games which I have fun you know with my little girl on that but it's nothing like playing this so now when you play you're actually there but it costs you no money other than the setup obviously because hmm. you can still play all these games like bowling and um, uh, the target shooting or pool all these sort of things which gain you tickets then you can get these you know get prizes like there's a drone I want to get at the moment so once you get that drone you can actually 
control it within the game as well. It's just crazy. You know, I think I mentioned tumble at the start of the conversation. That's literally where you just have to stack blocks effectively. It's a bit like a reverse Jenga. And um, yeah, it, it's just the, the, how it feels so realistic to what you're doing. It, you just feel like you're there. And some people might think that sounds boring, but it, trust me, it's not. It, it, it's a whole new level of immersion. I've got so many games to play. I've picked up um, Super Hot, which I've heard is really good on VR. Um, uh, Thumper oh, is out of this world in VR. That is intense. It's insane, though. The audio builds as you're playing the game. It's a rhythm action type game um, on a constant. I mean, you, I'm guessing you guys have played it. I, I, I think yeah. I've, I can't remember. I've definitely got it on some system. It's not the Switch, but I've got it on somewhere else. I'm pretty sure I have. But there's no other way of playing it other than VR, I don't think. I think that's the way to play it. And it's, um, yeah, it's just this music builds as you're playing. It's a visual treat. It's unbelievable. It's just all flying into your face and it's just real. Even just like standing in like the, uh, when you play um, PlayStation VR, uh, VR Worlds, even you're in like the hub, you know, the beginning where you're in the hub, you can play around with this like sphere stuff. And it, like, you can just, if it's sitting there, you can, like look around the whole thing. It's just mental. It, it Mental. Oh, I got a picture of a game which um, uh, called Job Simulator. Oh, yeah, yeah, right yeah. laugh, a right laugh yeah. to play. You know, it's just five different types of jobs a mechanic or an office worker, and it's just all sorts of funny shit going on. And it's just fun because I mean, I know it's a PC game which you can play with a mouse, I get it, you can do all of that. But when you're actually immersed in the world and doing all the stuff that is crazy and you feel like you're there, it's just you don't want to come out. I, I didn't want to come out of it, but I was here with my son and my little girl. You're, you're meant to be actually, no, you're meant to be older than 12, but I've let her have a go, a few goes. and she's loving it and she's had no headaches no problems at all so i think sony are just uh protecting themselves there with that one but yeah no it's stunning uh what else did i pick up um everest vr which is probably the shit thing i bought because i thought it was gonna be literally where you could walk up everest but it's more of like a, one of those things you go to a museum you know where they've got the sound booth and it shows you points of the thing you know it does teach you about what they had to wear when they were traveling but it's quite clever but it wasn't quite what i wanted but uh, there's all sorts. This Astro bot I want to pick up because that looks stunning, like a 3D adventure game. Sorry, 3D platformer. And I've played the demo within Zip. Comes with the, what's the free virtual reality thing you get uh, with the little bots? Whatever oh, it is that uh, is. VR play, uh, Playroom. 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 Well, well, in fact, that, that is yeah. the Astro bot characters, aren't they? The little tiny robot yeah. things. And there's a level, a couple of levels of that. And that blew my mind. You're actually, you're, you are the camera effectively. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it, Again, it, it might not sound that interesting, but when you're actually in it and you, you're fully in this world, uh, looking at what you want to look at, and oh, it's just yeah, it, it's outstanding, and I'm really really excited. This is not this is not a fad, you know. The fact they've done 10 million units and counting, and and and, and particularly over the Christmas period, I know a shit like ton more VR headsets were sold. It, it's doing pretty well. There's loads of software out there. There really is, really it, really. Is. It dropped um, into about 160 odd quid, I think. Uh, 184, 180 quid. Yeah, that's great. So yeah. That's pretty good i mean it was what 280 i think when it first came out something like that so well do you remember though when i kept you know when it first came out remember i kept doing like a cx update of that second hand <laughs> one in the window it went up to 500 quid at one point fucking hell yeah it's crazy yeah yeah no no go no, sorry. I was going to say, I mean, obviously I had it uh, for a while. I completed Resident Evil in it uh, and it was amazing. And, uh, you know, the Batman um, game, which was really cool. Uh, the Until Dawn, that'd be, that's a good sort of like uh, House of the Dead type. On Rails thing. Yeah. If, yeah. You've got your, if you've got yeah. your move uh, controllers, that's really good. Uh, the Star Wars, you know, VR thingy, if you've if you got 
Battlefront. Uh, you know, I, I mean, yeah. I bet you haven't tried Res yet, have you? I mean, that's no, some... I haven't bought that yet. But but there are other little things as well. Like, even just things like watching YouTube in VR mode is something special. It really is. I mean, you can go do skydives and go and do whatever you want. It's not the same sort of quality as a as an actual made game, but you feel like you're there. You know, you can go and watch a concert in full 360 degrees. It's fucking amazing. And also just watching things like Netflix because it sits you back. You feel like you're actually in a big cinema screen. It's an absolutely brilliant way of watching movies as well. And I've been doing things like, um, what else do I do on there? Just playing normal games, playing Red Dead Redemption. It looks like you've got a massive, great big fucking cinema screen you're playing in front of. It's absolutely amazing. And and I genuinely can't imagine not not playing games like that, you know? Even standard games, like I say, just playing it. You know, it's not the same, uh, you know, I'd be lying to say it's the same fidelity. Of course it's not. It absolutely isn't at the moment. But but as a starter pack, it's fucking amazing what they're doing with it. And games like Thumper look stunning, you know? And Wipeout, stunning looking games. And yeah, I just can't wait to, to play more games on it. I, I, you know, it's not a ball. Like, I don't know whether it's a different revision, but it's really easy to set up. You know, a little tiny black box it all plugs into. Uh, it's quite simple. I just, I just leave it on the side, just plug in a couple of cables and away you go it's really simple to use you know it's not a ball lake and i can't wait to play more games so, yeah that's it fantastic so and, yeah. and well adam go on continue with the, the vr because yeah. i know you've you've been playing some vr stuff oh yeah yeah new year so go on tell us tell us all about it okay uh, quickly ben yeah um when you're in vr you know um so like tumble or something when you can pick an object up yeah if you bring it as close as you can yeah to look at in the game does how solid it looks it's Still, unbelievable. It's bizarre, isn't it's it? It's really bizarre. Weirdest thing. Yeah, and I think that's all bullshit. You know, you don't need a pro system at all. I'm running off a stock system. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It really is. Games are in 60 frames a second, basically, which I think is remarkable. You know, it's fucking awesome. It really, really is. Yeah, it's mental. It's got all the shadowing. You know, games where, like you say, you can actually see the dual shock in front of you. Yeah. And it, it, it's really quite... It's it odd, but it breath. looks real. It looks real, and I've done I've done a silly thing where I've absolutely whacked myself in the face to rub my nose, <laughs> and, and I've done that thing where you've you've gone to you you forget you're in this virtual world. You do forget because I've done these little things like reaching out with my normal hand. The best bit with me <laughs> was holding the dual shock, and I was in that Astrobot type game, that type level in that yeah. that thing, and I went to put the controller on the side of this mountain on this ridge because you feel like you're there it's it's unbelievable it's absolutely unbelievable yeah and the, the london heist one really blew me away because yeah. you know it's very gangster based it's adult lots of swearing it's like it's a shootout you you think you're in like the best version of time crisis you've ever ever played in your life because you're actually ducking around in real time shooting at these bad guys and then you know but it's like you can choose just to stand there there is quite a large area you can walk around in as well you know and you could choose to the guy at the beginning has got like this fucking burner you know it's quite it's it, you you feel like you can touch these people you mm, feel yeah. like they're there and you just like literally put your face right up to them and we'll go around uh it is out of this world it really is uh, to me it's a game changer and uh, it's the size uh, of everything in it it's the scale and characters yeah. being the same size as you it's yeah it's, yeah it absolutely yeah it's uh, i'm excited for what's coming i really am yeah excellent uh, it's i mean I, i'm with you on that london heist that was one of the first things i tried and when you sort of you're being chased in that van and you look out yeah. the window behind you and you're thinking this is just mental i can't get yeah. my head around how this is working yeah. you know and it's just the incredible sort of that there's the scene the bit where you walk into the house in resident evil 7 and 
it feels like there's flies around. You know, it feels oh, like... it's unbelievable. And the sound, obviously, you have a headset on, it all sounds like you're in surround sound. It's just fucking ridiculous. It really, really is. In fact, I got my girlfriend to have a go on it, and I, and I think again, it's, it's it's proven. You know, if if you haven't tried it, when she put this headset on, she was like, "Wow." I mean, she doesn't like scary games or nothing like that, but but just to see things like tumble or just be in an environment, it it really does. She went, "Oh my god!" And on an actual health note as well, it's actually they're trying to push for um, VR into schools now as well. Um, particularly the cardboard, you know, that, that the thing, whatever it's called, fucking cardboard. Uh, they're actually trying to, it can be Google are trying to really push it. And they're, they're going to bait, I mean, I think it's fantastic. They're going to utilize VR for all sorts of mental health issues, whether it's depression, PTSD, and all that sort of stuff. And that I think is going to be amazing because I think it will really, really be a benefit for people, you know? Mm. Yeah, amazing. Mm, fantastic. Um, so go on then, Adam, what, what VR recommendations have you got then? Oh. I've got three. Um, first one is Tetris Effect. Oh, yeah. I played this at uh, EGX. I could have sat there for fucking hours. Just... Yeah. <laughs> but, it's, yeah. It's quite easily done. I mean, everyone knows what Tetris is because it's Tetris. That's a little puzzle game. But um, I can never remember the, the fella's name because he's Japanese. and I'm no good at Japanese names. But the bloke who made Rez and... Ooh, what else has he done? Child of Eden, that kind of stuff like music based games where there's a there's a synergy between the uh what you what you're seeing and what you're hearing he's taken tetris and probably made the best version of tetris that exists mm -hmm. by by quite some margin because it plays a good game of tetris but okay. again it's the scale thing so huh? yeah the the light and picture show around you as you play is just absolutely outstanding and you can spend a couple of hours quite easily just zoning out playing an excellent game surrounded by brilliant music and excellent visuals it's fantastic yeah i mean when i played it it was just freaky because i think there was one point there was like whales kind of flying past me and things like that yeah like whales are made out of, of speckles of light and stuff and um you think it'd be off-putting but it's not because it obviously they're coming from all around you and you know, each each um, each level's got its own visual theme, so it changes constantly. They've, there's a a mode called Journey, which is a bit like the one you used to get in Luminous, where you just go through all the different levels. Um, so it's constantly changing the music. Uh, there's loads of other modes in there as well, though that I've, I've barely dabbled in, where it, it fiddles with with some of the Tetris rules quite well and uh, changes the blocks up and and the size and perspective of everything. And it's it's a really 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 good package. And I think some of the extra bows there, there's they're ranked like in amount of stress. So there are some stress inducing ones which would be really quick and pretty hard. But then there's a relaxed one as well, where it's literally just made just to chill out to. So there's be gentle music with a gentle game of Tetris just to calm you down, kind of thing. It's um really really good. I, I, it's been reviewing really well, and I can see why because it's just a fucking top notch, but top notch mm. version of Tetris. Mm. So I recommend that. Fantastic. Um, no, I said fantastic. Oh, cool. <clears throat> um, second one is a game called The Persistence, which is uh, a first-person sci-fi horror rogue-like. Um, sort of a bit... Oh, I'm trying to think. It's, it's, Atmosphere-wise, it's a bit like Dead Space, but with, with different enemies. So it, it is like a first-person horror game. You're in a space station, and... You've got an AI who's talking to you. You follow their 
their orders to go and uh, standard stuff like open the blast doors or find a key to do this you've got a map so and as you're walking around uh, there's there's a few enemies around and they will eventually kill you now when they kill you you wake up again in a new printed body um back where you started but because this big ship where you are is near a black hole the the map has changed so the objective remains the same but the the layout of the entire the entire deck of the ship has changed so that's the roguelike element is that the level changes every time and when you do die all of the resource you get uh, on the playthrough you then get to upgrade yourself so your health your weapons and loads of other stuff that i can't remember but so it's going to be one of those gradual games where you you go a certain amount you get killed you upgrade yourself you go out again so it's like a backwards and forwards loop basically it's a bit, until a bit you... like zombie you and all that sort of thing yeah that kind of, yeah i suppose yeah i suppose that would be the closest thing actually yeah you don't actually have to find your old body to get your stuff though you, you oh, do okay. respawn with you because you uh you if you sneak up on the enemies you can steal their stem cells going back to stem cells again and um that's what you upgrade yourself with so it's just about getting that little bit further every time but the challenge is that the obviously the level changes all the time so does all the enemy placement all of the item drops are random in all the cupboards and that, that you're searching so it, it keeps it interesting and it is pretty fucking scary actually mm. you know just the use of the dark and the sound again sound when you've got the headphones in is just amazing because yeah you hear something bang in the distance or or you know, above you or behind you or whatever but because you can look behind you and it feels like it is behind you or to the left or to the right and you can poke your head around a corner it, it you know excellent i think i think vr games like that and, v and resident evil have changed horror games for me quite a lot because mm. if you can't do them in vr it's not the same now there's just, just looking yeah, at the screen right. isn't scary as opposed to being there it's, it's not the same it's, it has changed it's changed everything because i've experienced it and it's the best thing i've ever done which is resident i think evil where it often. still works on normal tv setups <coughs> more about the audio in it wearing headphones yeah. i think that's that's where it immerses you but yeah you're right to actually be in there and having the sounds matching where you're looking on the screen it, you know it's, yeah <laughs> it's just a it, yeah it is a game changer that yeah. so i recommend that and i've been playing astro bot as well um, oh, I want that. yeah i'm up to the i'm up to the i think the last boss now um like ben said it's a 3d platform game you are the camera uh you've got your joypad which you get little tools for that you can aid your little astro bot within the world as you run through don't want to spoil too much but it's the most Nintendo-like game, platform game, that's not been made by Nintendo. Um, Ooh, you. you know how Nintendo have that thing of, of introducing a new a new idea every level and then not keeping it around too long, slinging it, and then you move on to something new. It pretty much does that most levels. There's okay. always something new to see every level, and it's, um, it's amazing. It's fucking excellent. And playing that... Like the, it's not as good as, say, like a Mario 64, if you take the whole thing, because it's a very much an A to B platformer. There's no there's no real ex exploration as such. Um, so it is point A to point B. But playing it and, again, being in VR, it, the the sense of wonder I got from playing that. Um, oh, is that a well, imagine that Ratchet and Clank or something. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Oh, oh no. it'd be fantastic. Yeah. But I don't think I, I've smiled as much playing a game for a long, long time yeah not since the last mario game it's just it's outstanding and i will say actually the boss battles in it probably by far out of all the platform games i've played by far the best bosses the boss battles are excellent in it they're really really good really imaginative they're massive because we are 
But um, yeah, they use all the tools that you, you collect during the game really, really well, really entertaining. It's it's not the longest game in the world, probably why it's 20 quid or so, but yeah. um, I'll play through it. I'll play back through all the levels because there's there's eight row eight little bots to rescue in each level. There's a there's a chameleon thing to try and spot throughout the level. Uh, if you if you find him, that unlocks a challenge level. So there's, there's 25 challenge levels as well. I think there's five worlds, five levels each world. So treat it like an old Mario game in in sort of lengthwise. But yeah, just just for it's such a good experience. It plays so well. Yeah. Uh, see, I know there's um there are a couple of pool games. Uh, you can play, but I'm not sure how good they are. But if you imagine Dave being able to play pure pool, or oh, uh, God, yeah. imagine once you get that in VR, because it, yeah. it's yeah, that'd be amazing playing that online. You know, against uh, each other. I, I think I've got that actually. The yeah, but is it in VR? Yeah, yeah, it works pretty well. Works well. Oh, okay, you need to move in your headset. Robot, robot's back. But no, yeah. really, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. But, um, Outside of that, I've not played much. It's been a bit of a bit of a VR kind of month. Yeah, I, I can't see me really doing much different. I'm actually I'm actually really only playing VR and Switch. That's what I'm playing at the moment. You know, it's crazy, really. But still buying shitloads of games for PC. Um, <laughs> also, also <laughs> I have just fucking subscribe, download it. You know, I put on Project um, Cars. Was it Project Cars? Was was in this month's humble, right? That is fucking amazing. But I put it on for five minutes, turn it off again, back to VR. And also, just celebrating, just got a coffee bought to me by my beautiful girlfriend. How amazing is that? Oh, fantastic. I've never had that in my life. Don't worry, I'll go down here later, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Well, her face has lit up a picture <laughs> <laughs> just going back to sort of vr and stuff because i've got that uh super lucky's tail on the xbox um and and because that originally <laughs> that, had, uh, that was originally yes a... i'll lick your ass as well yes I'll... <laughs> Sorry, that was originally a vr game and i think i remember it saying about you know you you kind of the camera and everything but the thing is that game just playing it on the tv it's a fairly bog standard kind of platform and there's nothing special about it at at all but i can imagine that if you put it in a vr it would transform it. It would make it a lot more. That, actually, that's a that's the point because we were, we were playing. Um, what what was it we were playing? Uh, the yeah, the Pier Arcade one, and it looks awful on the telly. Do you know what I mean? Like if someone walked in, watch you play, they think, "Why are you playing this shit?" But seriously, once you're in the headset, it just changes everything. It looks better. It feels like you're there. So again, it's a hard sell, isn't it? It is a hard sell without without trying it yourself. So. Mm. It never yeah. helped when when game first got it, and they were trying to charge five people five quid oh, to test yeah, it out. Thieving yeah. bastards! Oh, yeah, I, I was just going to say that actually. I remember when they were doing that. Um, you know, which it doesn't help, I don't think. Um, so fantastic! It sounds like you guys have. I mean, Dave, you. I know you had a ga- go on. Uh, on <laughs> you had a game. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> you, you, well, you, had, you had a gay and that was me uh, <laughs> you, you had to you had to go on um on you on yeah. vr <laughs> <laughs> you go. Can i have a go i don't i don't need to go but it a fiver <laughs> 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 no, not, not that much um yeah so you, you had to go on vr when you're at my house a couple of years ago and it, mm. it kind of made you well it made you sweat a lot uh it's... Not yet sweat. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's a sweaty mess 
um so yeah but, but are you tempted by this talk i am i have to say I'm, i yeah. am yeah and listening to you fuckers in the whatsapp group as well going on about how great all this stuff is i was tempted no. before christmas i saw it you know you said ben it was 180 wasn't it? i saw yeah, it for that 180 yeah. and i was i was really close to buying it but yeah. then i've got such you did you know your, your pile of shame i've got so many games i've still got to play and i'm thinking well if i get this am i gonna get the time to play the this thing is as well i'm still a dip in dip out gamer i've only i've only done about five six hours of red dead redemption 2 do you know what i mean i i am and that i fucking adore but i am a dip in dip out so for me it's i'm never if i'm not gonna buy it 180 quid i'm never gonna buy it yeah you know I mean? yeah i i would say it's worth it well i think they, it's they had some insane bundles as well black friday just before christmas yeah. i think yeah they went for like 220 but that came with the move controllers and about yeah. nine games downloading as well it was, wow. and the camera it was mental and, and astrobot as well i think yeah yeah this room is in there of the new psvr coming out when the ps5 does as well have you seen that no I've, yeah. I've heard it i i i i'd probably the I'd thing is there's always like a new it. thing isn't there well that's yeah. It, isn't it? yeah it's when yeah. when you dip in yeah. yeah i suppose i wouldn't feel so bad because i've had mine a couple of years now so if they but did bring one be, out well how much is that going to be then a grand for the PS5 and the headset? <sighs> I don't yeah, That's a whole different discussion. I don't yeah. know. I think because <sighs> Sony more than anyone else, I think would know how you've got to price this thing to sell because they've sold more of them than, than say the Oculus or the, or the Vive for the PC. But um, they've always been cheaper. Not so much now, I know the Oculus came down in price, but obviously they, they can afford to sell it at 180. Yes, it will cost a bit more because the, obviously the screens will be better inside. I don't think you make, really all they really need is, is is a is a better clarity screen in the headset, yeah, that's and it. maybe an updated move controller of some description that's maybe a bit better because mm. it I can should be imagine a bit maybe the left hand, maybe the left hand one with a thumbstick on it or something. I don't know with the yeah. move. Yeah. Mm. Uh, just while we're on the subject, I know you, you haven't played much of it, um, Adam. Maybe that's an indication mm. of of what you think about it. But last time you were sort of like you you felt like you needed Ben to talk to a little bit about Red Dead. Uh, oh, it's, and, and, it's, uh, it's amazing. But I just I just kind of got stuck on VR this month. But uh, I'm gonna I'll attack it again soon. But it, yeah, me not playing it for the last few weeks is no indication of what I think of the game. At oh, all. Like, and you you need to be to sit down then you, you yeah. need to really not have any interruptions or nothing with that game because there's so much going on that's not um, a dip in dip out game yeah. at all is it you need time yeah well yeah. i guess i've heard it's a weird one i think i said this last time with red dead 2 you sort of like you hear people talk about it and they say it's amazing it's one of the most incredible games that's ever been made mm. and yet it's just not clicked for them. It's not worked. Uh, I mean, like Gary, you know, from Game Burst, who adored the original Red Dead, said that he didn't like Red Dead 2. Pretty, you know, it just kind of... Really? Yeah, uh, listening to him on Game Burst. He, he maybe just, too big, the scope, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I just found it a bit sort of like mechanical, I think, was... Uh, I can't remember if that's the term he used, but he just... It felt... It didn't feel... It felt like it was... Um, I don't know if you remember, Dave, kind of the way he phrased it, but essentially, like, just sort of like doing this kind of look at me, look how great I am, look how amazing I am, and, mm. and kind of feeling as if it was like it was too it wasn't organic enough. Saying that's oh, really, I just I oh, can't agree with that. I'd say it's I cannot agree with that. It's actually. massively organic as a as yeah. a game world. Yeah. I think a lot of people have problems with its with its animations and it's it, it is uncompromising. 
in in you know for you to have to do everything but the fact is if you look if you look behind the smoke and mirrors a bit you can get away with not doing everything the game's asking you to do you can just burn through all the missions but it's one of them you're either going to go straight through the missions and miss out 90% of the game or you're going to have to spend an absolute bucket load of time getting that whole world in and you know what it's much of an in-between and it's a Rockstar game there's so much in there so much detail so many hidden bits it's a bit like I'm still playing GTA 5 you know, six years down the line, nearly. You know, it's that, that it's one of those sort of games. You'll be playing it for years, I think. Mm. Yeah. Dave, I think you've only played a bit in error of it, haven't you? So I can't get near it. Tina's on it all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she She's addicted to it. She says it's the best game it she's is. ever it, played. It really is. Even oh. with my five hours, it is. Even with my five hours, it's, it's certainly the best game I've played in a long time. Absolutely. But then there's an element of all of a sudden VR comes up. And it's like, fuck me, you can't do this anywhere else. Mm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. Well, imagine that. Imagine Red Dead in VR. That'd be Holy fucking oh. Yeah, I mean, that'd be crazy. <laughs> and it can't be done. You know, you've got games like Skyrim. You know, it's the, the complete True. game in VR, you know, so. Yeah, Red Dead does it does have a first-person mode, doesn't it? Well, that's how I was playing it, and that's pretty cool in itself, you know, just doing that. It looks like you're playing on a big, massive screen, but it, it still is amazing, even though it's not in... Now, not I, in want Red, now I want Red Dead in VR. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, um... And you got you guys got any more uh, games you want to talk about? Oh, ben, I don't know. I've got loads more, but we might as well do it for next time because okay. I've got loads of Switch stuff. I've got hardware I want to talk about, like the mini snares, the mini nares. I've got all sorts of shit that I bought. So it's like, yeah, we'll talk about it next time. Should we say is that's a promise that you'll come back for the next show then? That... Oh, mate, I'm up for it. Well, I'm recording again on the 11th, aren't we, Dave? So... Yeah, we are. Yeah. Oh, you sneaky mm. fuckers. Yeah. Oh, you that quiet. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that later on. So yep. anyway, we'll, we'll come to that. Um, so, Dave, go on then. Um, what have you been playing um, the last few there's, weeks? There's one I want to talk about, and I know, Ben, you've been playing it as well. Spider-Man. Oh, what a game. Oh, I've not picked this up yet. I'm gutted. Oh, my God. It's incredible. The, the, the oh, open-world game. Uh, you are Spider-Man. I don't think any Spider-Man game has nailed down the physics of being Spider-Man. Would you or agree, the, Ben, with that? Or the music. And the audio. music, everything about oh. it down to yeah. little details of all the suits you can wear. The story's really good in it. Um, I've got all three lots of the DLC now. Uh, I've finished episode one and two of the DLC. I'm about halfway through episode three. And it is just, I don't think I've ever had a game where I've, well, actually since Red Dead 1, where mm. I've just stopped. You know, I've been on top of a building and I've just stopped and looked at the game world and gone, holy fuck, this just looks incredible. Yeah, The world that they've created is amazing. So the story, the sound, everything about it. I was a bit, not intimidated, but a bit, well, a bit shit scared, to be, to be honest, when it started, because it, it, it is a bit of a, it could be a button masher because there's all these different button combinations for the combat, but they've done it. It's so intuitive that even me, it just feels like second nature. You're pressing two buttons at a time, or you're doing, you know. Yeah, and you don't have to use all those buttons. You don't have to do all those moves. No, I no, I found like jumping up into the air and like web pulling people and then kicking the shit out of them in the air yeah. works pretty good. And you've got these special weapons that you can use, and they all work pretty good. And, and you've the... got, it's amazing as well. The actual, I don't know what they're doing. They're doing magic with this PS4 because mm. it mm. seems to just run so smoothly as well. And yeah. I've got a standard PS4, you know. It's... Yeah. Yeah, I suppose it's getting that point in life now with these systems that they're getting to grips with. Them. They know it inside out now, don't they? Yeah. yeah, you can get everything out of it. But it is, I got to the end, I got to the end of the main story, and then you mentioned boss battles earlier, Adam. There's fucking boss battle in this, the bane <laughs> of my life. 
<laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I was enjoying it so much. And then this, this stupid boss battle all that happens. And I have tried it so many times. And this really fucking pisses me off about video games. Is <laughs> when you get to this bit. Red Dead 2's done it right. I've watched Tina playing. And then she gets to a certain bit. And if she's struggling, I think you go, you try three times. And then if you fail the third time, it asks you, do you want to skip this bit and carry on with the game? And it's your choice. You can either try again or you can skip it. Every video game should do that. Because when it comes to, like, you know, entertainment media, you buy a book, you buy a CD, you buy a movie, you pay your money for it, and you see it through to the end. You can read all of the book, you can listen to all of the album, you can watch all the movie, you buy a video game. The most expensive of all, everything I've just mentioned, you know, say 50 quid for a game. And you could be three hours into it, and then you hit a point that you can't get past, and you're screwed. It's like that they should build it in. I think now, I think they should build it into every video game. That if if somebody's constantly doing the same thing and failing, give them the option to just skip. I think um, I think Nintendo came up with that idea. Oh, um, it's a penis. Mario game boss battle. It goes on, and they eventually got like past part of it, and you get to a little cutscene, and then another part of the battle happens. I thought, fair enough. Then if I get killed. It'll go to after the cutscene. Oh no! It goes right back to the beginning of the fight. Ooh, and that just, shit! Oh, I was just—I—I've tried to think like three times now and just kept turning it off because it's pissed me off so many times. So if yeah, if anybody's got any tips for the end battle on Spider-Man, let me know because that's really pissed me off. Other boss than ba- that, it's amazing. Boss battles have always been a pain in the ass for me. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I remember going back to Bioshock Infinite for you. Still haven't finished it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that is a shit game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, God, imagine Bioshock, the first one in VR. Ooh, oof, that'd be good. Yeah. 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 Um, what else you got, Dave? Uh, the, the other main one is, and Gary from Game Burst is going to hate me for this, is Detroit from the Quantic Dream game by David Cage. Oh, um, become human, is it, or something like that? Yeah. 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 I've been tempted because it's been dirt cheap recently. It's been really, yeah, I picked it up really cheap. And I don't mind his games. I mean, they are sort of an interactive storybook. I mean, you're doing, you do you sort of push forward to walk and then you'll come to a door and you just push up on the right stick to open the door and all of this. There's not a lot of gameplay as such in it, but the story's really good. You play as three characters in it. It keeps splitting between these three characters that, you, that you're playing. Um, and it's the story that's keeping me hooked to it which is, you know, I find it quite interesting. The, the choices that you've got to make sometimes. It had got that controversial trailer, if you remember, before it came out with that sort of child abuse, you know, the, the little girl and the father that was beating her and you have to go upstairs and decide how you save her or if you can save her. Uh, and that's right near the beginning of the game. So, it, yeah, it's good if you like sort of interactive stories and are not expecting too much gameplay from it. But it looks nice. I mean, it looks really good. And it's it's one of those... Relaxing games, you know, make a cup of tea, sit back, and you don't really have to think about it too much. Yeah, good old relaxing child abuse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't do nothing like that on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Choose to watch as he keeps beating the shit out of him. <laughs> you, know. you don't rub one out, though, do you? That's, uh... <laughs> oh. Oh. So that's in the uh, Jimmy Savile DLC. <laughs> Just keep rubbing the touchpad, and that's oh, it. Oh, now I want that in VR. <laughs> get your move, <laughs> get your move controls out. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise. I mean, Actually, when I got my move controller out, my missus fucking gave them a right good old look. I tell you. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, in heavy oh, rain. Can you see it glow from the inside? <laughs> <laughs> be like when Arnie pulls that thing out of his nose in Total Recall. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that was like in like heavy rain where, where you know you have to tell yourself off you had to like you know jiggle the the dual shock up and down the, the problem is as well is he, his track record is pretty awful mm. you know just just but that's the individual games you know like if you go for heavy rain i won't spoil it for any fucking thing but it, it was things like the dodgy voices you know dodgy voice acting that sort of stuff but also the actual final payoff was awful considering yeah know, yeah. Right, but I actually loved his one of his first games. What was the first one? The Fahrenheit. 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 Yeah, I love yeah, that. That's great. Yeah. That was brilliant. The first five minutes of that were amazing. Yeah, I know what you mean in the diner. Yeah, and yeah, then it, oh, yeah excellent. It, yeah, but he has kind of damaged his his um you know his what's the word I'm looking for? Help me please. It's, Reputation. <laughs> 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 that's it. Well done. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, and um, but again, I, I don't really know a great deal about it, and it does look good. It does yeah. look good. I think, but generally you... speaking, it's it's uh, probably been well better received than the other games that you've mentioned. Yeah, I think it has. Yeah. Mm. So, mm. anything else, or shall I jump in with something? No, you jump in, mate. You jump. Okay, in. I've got four things then. So, um, first one, I haven't played loads of it. Probably about an hour, maybe a bit more of Crash Bandicoot, the insane, oh, fucking amazing trilogy. See, I've got no attachment to Crash Bandicoot because I only oh. briefly played it on the PlayStation. It was never any... I played Spyro, played Med- Medieval, which is coming out this year, I think, yeah. uh, the remastered version yeah. of that. I mean, it's it's all the rage now, isn't it? All these remastered versions of games from that era. Um, but it's not just an up is it? That's the thing. These no, are the like. no. It's... But it is as frustrating still as ever. Oh, well, this game can fuck itself in the arse because uh, <laughs> it, it is tough. And I mean, you know, I'm kind of playing it. And and for me, the jumping just feels oh, a yeah. little bit off. Like there's that seconds delay where it just doesn't seem to respond. And I'm trying to get my head around that. And, you know, you can I like it for the fact that, you know, you can see all the Naughty Dog uh, influences and everything that still to this day they continue to put into games like Uncharted, you know, and, and everything else, what they've run into the camera and all that kind of stuff. But, um, it, so you can't always see where you're landing either, can you? No, it, it, it yeah. is a frustrating game. I have put it down, um, but it's one of those games that I was, I'm not too unhappy about that I haven't gone back to because I picked it up for like I think 18 quid or whatever. We're getting uh, on Switch. No, I got it on the Xbox. Oh, okay. uh, so um, you, you completed Cunted, so you should be all right for that. Yeah, thing is though, with Cunted, uh, that had a, a style and it felt tight to play. It felt like you know, if you fucked up on it, it was your fault. Whereas this just feels like it's a twat, uh, to be quite blunt. Um, so then, because uh, I remember last time I was going through a Naughty Dog kind of uh, fest and I finished Uncharted uh, Lost Legacy, Last yeah. of Us. Well, this time I finished Uncharted 4 again because um, I played it when it originally came oh, out. I love that game. The, yeah, I, I know you love the Uncharted games. I think at the time, although it was in my top 10 games of the year, I, I felt a bit cooler towards it. I wasn't as like raving about it as yeah. like, uh, you know, and I, I so playing it at the, around this time and finishing it, I still now I've played them all, I, including the Vita game. I still think that Lost Legacy is probably my favourite Uncharted game. It's that that is superb. Like, That's the smaller one, isn't it? The last one is that the last it, one? That it, out? It, yeah, yeah. The, the sort of the well, I wouldn't even call it. It wasn't DLC. It was a standalone game, wasn't yeah. it? Um, Open but, world almost. 
so, sort of yeah i mean it's not massive but uh you, you know it is kind of like the the jeep sections of ah, okay. uncharted 4 and then there's like some you know uh puzzles and stuff like that and shooting and whatever but it's so well done and the, the story is, is great the characters are great you know and it's just so fantastic uncharted 4 i mean I, I think I enjoyed it more playing it the second time around because Uncharted games can be frustrating to play sometimes because you go on those kind of, um, you know, those amazing set pieces. And some of this, that, that clock tower, that whole scene where you're walking through that uh, that marketplace is unbelievable. You know, the amount of work that must have gone into putting that together is incredible. You know, just from start to finish, that whole level where you're walking through the 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 market then you're climbing up the clock tower then everything goes you know tits up you then the chase sequence it's fucking amazing unbelievable and uh, but the frustration comes from if you're doing a set piece and you don't always jump at the right time and it kind of breaks the flow whereas because i knew what was coming i could do it in one go and it just seemed to it it, it played out like a movie you know like a, a, a sort of a, an action set piece and it just felt that much better um i still have Although it is incredible, I still have a, a few little kind of niggles with it in as much as that. I mean, you know, God bless Naughty Dog. When they introduce a mechanic. Oh, hello. Uh, <laughs> did you hear that? <laughs> I heard that. Sounded like she was going, you... oh, Ben. No, she, was, oh, she, was, she was yawning, I promise. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> um, so, she was once you put it in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she could, she could still yawn whilst it's in there. That just tells you all. <laughs> So, so when they have like they introduce a mechanic, they kind of re carry on, and so like in The Last of Us, you've got like let's get a ladder, let's put a ladder up, let and then you have to get Ellie to safety by carrying her on a pallet across the water. Whereas within this, you get a box, you have to wheel the box to a wall, and you have to climb up the wall. Then there's the sliding, you know, and and all that kind of stuff, sliding down a hill, sliding down some shale. So you know not a massive criticism but they do kind of carry that on i still think sam's a bit of a scumbag and i know he's supposed to be a bit of a scumbag but i, I don't know I, I just kind of i didn't feel any empathy for him particularly and i'm not sure if i'm supposed to but um I, you know i it just i still think it's a little bit too long it's over it's a little bit too long um you know i did i necessarily need to know necessarily where the drake surname came from i i don't know if but overall as a game it's it is incredible i mean you know naughty dog are just amazing and i i, I can't wait for the last of us too you know because that's just oh, that, that's going to be harrowing that is going to be tough to play i think you know do you reckon they'll have any vr in that mm, i don't know mm, i probably not no Sorry, it's all about the VR now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, then uh, the other game I'll be playing this week with Wayne is um, Strange Brigade, which is on Game Pass. Um, and that's uh, by the Ma Rebellion, the makers of uh, Sniper Elite and uh, Zombie Army Trilogy. And um, it follows so, sort of same pattern of Zombie Army Trilogy, except it's got like a 1920s kind of like b-movie um kind of stiff upper up lip, lip stiff upper lip Brit british you know kind of telly ho chaps what ho and all this kind of stuff where, you know you're fighting against um uh, mummies and you know you're it's kind of like scaring through t uh, temples and tombs and everything and it's it's four player up to four player you know and you're kind of working together 
fighting off monsters. You know, it follows the same. If you've played Zombie Army Trilogy, it's that type of game, except a slightly different setting. And it, and it is very good. I think if you play it with friends, then, it, you know, it surprised me actually how good it looked because I heard it was a bit janky and a bit sort of, uh, um, you know, not amazing to play. But it is quite fun. You know, if you play it with friends, third person action shooter, uh, puzzles are simple. You know, like I said, you shoot in. Uh, monsters you're working together and it's it's kind of it's if you've got game pass you might as well check it out um have, have any of you tried game pass i know you haven't adam because you haven't got an xbox but it, i think game pass is amazing hmm. for what for what you, you get it is, is uh, it similar to what i've got on um what is it on um pc uh ea what's ea's one EA Access, yeah. yeah. similar to that, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You pay a fee, seven quid a month or whatever, yeah. and then you get access to 100-odd games, you know, mm. for, and all of the Xbox, and you can argue and joke, well, they ain't got that many, all of the Xbox exclusives. Um, Exclusive. It, yeah, yeah. You wait till Crackdown 3 comes out. You'll you'll be laughing on the other side. No, I'm joking. I oh, will be laughing, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I think it is amazing. It's a, as, a, as a sort of, you know, something a product that you know you can and you can share on that is that right yeah game share it's oh, awesome it's cool. <laughs> awesome um so the big game that i've been playing um i guess is god of war um mm-hmm. this is you love this dave didn't you oh yeah game of the year for me easily um so and and um adam i know you finished it and loved it yeah um, yeah so i mean you've both I'm with you. Uh, you know, it's 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 not a typical God of War game. I've played all the God of War games from the the, the uh, PSP games to the PlayStation Two and Three and the remastered versions and all that kind of stuff. And I do like them. They're, they're daft, you know. They kind of like hack and slash. But whereas this is, it's hack and slash, but it's not not like uh, a God of War game that you've played before. It, it's got the same characters in it. It's got Kratos in it, but. It's not Kratos. Because actually, hearing someone say Game of the Year is quite mental when you consider it's God of War. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Yeah. So, I didn't like the other God of War games. I played them, but I didn't really enjoy them. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's got Kratos in it. Uh, it's set in a different setting. It's like Norse miso- mythology as opposed to... <laughs> no, Norse misogyny. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, fully, you could argue that the other games are misogynistic. They were, yeah, but uh, yeah, anyway. But um, whereas, yeah, yeah, this is Norse uh, uh, misogyny, and um, so, and it starts off. You know, you've got uh, he goes boy because he's got a, a a son called Atreus who um, his um, mom and wife has died and you know you're going on this journey to take her to the top of a mountain like take her ashes and it's all very sort of you know somber and everything at the start and then you have this massive fuck off fight which re- reminded me of uh azura's wrath if any of you played that just mm. you know just mm. mental uh, uh, fighting you know and and everything else and then it sort of opens up into this open world game where you get and you know you can get to a, a raft uh, a little boat and you can just pretty much explore uh, you know nah, no, i did not know this at all i never knew it was an open world there's there's stuff that this uh this so there's a main thread but then there's like little side missions you can do um and it is one of those games one of those kind of like they're not rare because i think games generally these days are 
you know, on the whole, very, very good and, and well made and well produced. But, you know, it's one of those kind of rare games. I'm thinking back to, say, Resident Evil 4 and stuff like that, where it just feels like a genuine pleasure to play. And all, and all the time you turn it on, you're just in, enjoying yourself and just having fun. And, you know, you, you're kind of you're taking it all in and you can already i mean i've probably played about what four hours or so of it so i'm i don't think i'm anywhere near into it really i'm just because oh, i'm just... nowhere near no <laughs> it's a big old game it's huge in it yeah and it's like mm. adam said earlier about red dead 2 rewarding just going off and and just finding shit it's the same in this yeah. and i yeah. wasn't expecting it with this you can just completely ignore any sort of mission or anything and just go and wander and the stuff that you find and the, and the new areas of the world that you find is just mind-blowing it's a bit overwhelming, I've, I'm finding, uh, but I'll be honest with you, because uh, maybe because my brain is still kind of thinking this should be more linear, like mm. a, a God of War game is. And so, like last night, I played it for about an hour and a half, and I did. I, I went off and I just got in my raft. Like, I could have carried on with the main story. I'm at a point now where Atreus... It, so, let's just back up a little bit. The gameplay is kind of, like I said, God of War. You know, you've got moves, you've got attacks, you can, you've got shields, so you can parry enemies, you, you can unlock new attacks, and you can buy things, you gain experience, uh, you can upgrade your weapons, and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of God of war in that respect. Um, and then you've got Atreus, who's got a bow and arrow, and you can uh, he can fire arrows to distract enemies, he can jump on their backs, you know, and he, he helps you out and everything else. And He's so, very, very useful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so and it, so there's all of that kind of stuff, you know, all the gameplay and everything else. But then I, I just I've then just gone off and just got in my raft and so I'll have a quick look over here. And I've just then spent an hour and a half um, and I found a guy and his family was killed by Thor. So I've had to go off and destroy a Thor um uh statue and but i spent like an hour and a half wandering around this this island and then there was a like a dragon that was there and you, you end up trying to free this dragon yeah and fighting enemies and also i'm thinking oh what the fuck i i'm just i'm not even doing anything like here but i'm just enjoying it every minute of it in terms of like how it looks as well i mean you know you guys are saying like uh the ps4 is just becoming just uh, there's a show it's a showcase now a showpiece for 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 first party games and it really is the way that this just goes it transitions for there's, there's no there are cut scenes but they're not cut scenes it's all in game that's the same yeah. as spider-man isn't it is that the the entire, i think yeah. god of war the entire game is one shot it's incredible never how, changes angle well, you just, from Kratos, yeah, yeah, you, you, you know, and the way it zooms in and out of the 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 action, it feels really weighty. I mean, when you're fighting, it feels really like you know you're throwing this axe around, which is like kind of Thor's um, hammer in the uh, in the Marvel movies. You know, it just it, you know you press a button, it just kind of flings back into your arm, and it's that and it's that satisfying kind of like kind of thing you know when it kind of it, you know grab it and then you, you're fighting enemies and it's it is tough i mean I, I, I do struggle i must admit with these kind of games and i tend to end up just using combos that suits me like bayonetta I'm, i really struggle with and i'm really glad that this doesn't rank you on how well you do combos because that would piss me off like devil may cry kind of thing yeah because i always get like like d or e or, or something yeah. like that and that just makes me feel like oh, i'm shit at the game then you know even though i'm i'm destroying enemies i'm i'm so i'm so glad it doesn't have that in it because that would annoy me i think it's quite cool if you, had, if you had a separate mode if you want to do like a score attack that'd be pretty cool yeah i guess so but i mean the, the thing that surprised me about it is how funny it is 
as well in places like it's it is like kratos is still kratos in as it's well i mean i'm guessing he, he you know he changes throughout the game but he's still a grumpy bastard um he's he's not as shouty as he is in the other games but he's just like he's very sort of like boy you know and he's just very sort of like monotone at this stage and everything else you can tell that he wants to have a relationship with atreus but it's holding him back because he's he's you know he's kratos at the end of the day but um so and whereas like atreus brings a bit of humor to it all you know and and just there's some funny things that happen and the funny dialogue uh that happens between them and one of the characters in it like you can find um a blacksmith who who upgrades your your, your axe and your armor and stuff uh brock he's fucking hilarious i mean he's so funny there's like you're, you're just chatting to him at one point you know and you're upgrading your armor and you'll, you'll say you'll click the circle button to leave or whatever you know go right now fuck off and he's like that's that's brilliant you know it's really funny you know and so um it's it is good it's um, amazingly well made you know uh it's just un- incredible the only thing that is i i would say i have a criticism of or that's baffling me is the amount of the, the upgrading stuff in the menus i don't know what I know what is the best armor or what armor I want, or I, I I don't know if this baffled you initially or if you just got kind of got used to it, but there is so much difference to the, the menus in terms of what armor you can upgrade, uh-huh. the hilt the hilt of your axe, Atreus's stuff, your stuff, the weapons, the moves. Um, you can upgrade your armor itself, you can buy different armor, you can sell armor, you get enchantments that you can attach to your armor. There's uh there's there's so much going on there. I end up just staying with the same stuff a, a lot of the time. I'll upgrade my moves, but then when I look at the armor and stuff, I just think I'll just stay away from that. And also a question for you guys is that I've just unlocked the ability to create light floors of light so that I can get to new areas and stuff. Yeah. Um, so Atreus will shoot an arrow and it'll create a new walkway that you can get to. Uh-huh. And there's uh, there's lots of things. I can tell it's one of those games that you, know, you have to revisit areas because there's things that you can't open just yet yeah. isn't worth me playing through the game and get, and getting all of that because there are still slots in atreus's like uh bow that i can't do yet is it worth just playing and then exploring because i i find if i explore and i, I get i can't enter an area yet that's going to piss me off but what do you think what's your advice on that i i did it i don't know about you adam but i did it i play a bit of a mission or complete a certain you know, quest or whatever, and then I'd just go and have a bit of a dick around and look and collect different things, and then I'd do a bit more of the story, and then depending where I was, think, oh, I haven't looked around here. So I was mixing it all the time. How did you do it? But pretty much the same. I mean, yeah, you do get some abilities in the game where you think, ah, right, I can go mm. back and use that. So, yeah, I'd do a, I'd do a couple of missions. Then I'd, if you, if I got something that was of, of obvious note, then I might, yeah, go back and dick around a bit in some of the areas I have been been in to uh see what else i could find but yeah no yeah just do it do it like that the, the, i fa- i did find the menu system pretty com- well it's not the most com- like if you compare it to like a witcher it's no more complicated it's less complicated than like say witcher 3 oh, i don't know fuck how that worked that one <laughs> but it's because it's a god of war game you're not expecting it yeah it's like what the hell is this but yeah it, it does pay to upgrade stuff but i don't <sighs> If you go with the basics, like weapons and health and moves, and that will get you through a majority of the game and then start to dick about with the arm a little bit. But you can get away with not 
not you know, going balls deep in it for quite a while and, yeah. and just 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 doing it a bit at a time. Just, so that's so what I like about these sort of games. Like if you take Red Dead Redemption, you could probably just keep <coughs> the pistol right from start to finish. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I yeah, like cool. that. There's just basically not enough time to put into all these fucking big games, is there? Mm. You know, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that that's why I mean, like, since I got my PlayStation back, that uh, that I, you know, I want I'll, I'll just focus purely on God of War now. Yeah. And then after that, it'll probably be Spider Man. Uh, and then after that, it'll probably be Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, and then off. So up. many fucking games. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I suppose. Um, yeah. So that was it. So those are all the games that we've played uh, so far. Uh, amazing set of games. I'm so pleased that you've enjoyed PSVR. Uh, Game later. of the year, mate. Game of the year. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, um, we were planning on doing our sort of a little topic for. The, for this time around but i'm just conscious that it, you know it's getting quite late and also um if we come back this will be the incentive see if we come back more regularly then we won't have to talk about we'll spend an hour talking about what we've been doing for the for the past sort of like you know six months mm. or whatever um so yeah so we'll, we will come back in february well jan no what is it now i'm lost lost track of time we're january at the moment we are january, january. So yeah, we'll come back at the end of this month, beginning of next, and then we can talk about more stuff and topics and stuff. So anyway, that's just me saying we're going to fuck off now. So yeah. um, right, <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back in a minute with some shout outs and some amazing breaking news. More and more androids show signs of deviancy. There are millions in circulation. If they become unstable, the consequences will be disastrous. My name is Kara. This is where it all began. The world's forge. And it will all end. You do the housework, the washing, you cook the meals, and you take care of Alice. My name is Connor. I'm the android sent by Cyberlife. The company has allocated a specialized model to assist investigators. My name is Marcus. Just like you, I was a slave. Thank you, Marcus. Then I chose to open my eyes, to take back my freedom, and decide who I wanted to be. Now I have come to tell you that you can be your own masters. I've come to tell you that you don't have to obey them anymore. Get away! I know someone who can help you. Okay, and we're back. And um, well, thank you. I've really enjoyed tonight. And yeah. um, you know, it's it's been amazing to to obviously have you back on the pod day. Well, not back on the pod, back on the pod for the first time. Uh, Dave, have you enjoyed yourself? Oh yeah, it's it's been great, mate. It's always good. Just even just to to, to sit here and listen to you guys live is always funny, anyway. So <laughs> that two hours <laughs> flew by. Fuck yeah. Hell. That's Fine. mad. It's mad, isn't it? That's what I'm yeah. thinking. Because, uh, yeah, uh, and um, Ben, uh, it's been amazing to have you back on. As I said, it's nah, been about it's been six awesome. months uh, since we've spoken. So, um, yeah, it's been fucking awesome. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. It's great. So, and uh, hopefully, well, you'll be back um, 
again soon at the next yeah. the next show. Yeah, we, as promised, we will make these shows more regular, uh, yeah. like we said. So, um, so yeah, um, Adam, and and I'm not leaving you out, but I kind of am. It's it's. it's great. <laughs> <laughs> It's great chatting to you. And I hope you have an amazing 40th birthday. And when yeah. people listen to this, because yeah. uh, I'll edit it tonight and hopefully it'll be out tomorrow that, that, uh, on your birthday. Um, and That's be, your birthday present, Adam. That, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll, uh, you'll enjoy it. Uh, and people can send you a nice message. Um, so that'll be cool. Well, they can send me money if they want. Yeah. Well, they can do that, do that as well if they want to. Um, nude pictures. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> where, where am I going with it? Sorry, right, my TV just went off, and I'm not sure why. It's just fucking uh, uh, distracting. Anyway, so, um, yeah, shout-outs. Dave, have you got any shout-outs? Well, actually, uh, Dave and Ben, go on. You've got an amazing, some amazing news, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Go on, Ben. You tell everybody. Go on. Oh, no, you tell them, Dave. Go on. Oh, you, you oh. You're better at this than I am. You're getting married. Yeah. <laughs> and only because he's pregnant. He's covering himself in shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I can, li- I can lick his shitty ball bag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go for it, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah, me and Ben are recording next Friday. It's going to be episode one of, and I've got to pronounce this correctly, the Clint cast. Oh, yeah. Um, I uh, put it on Twitter a few weeks ago, and the feedback we've had from this already has been amazing. So, big thank you to everybody that commented on it. But loads of people are looking forward to it. It's going to be me and Ben, and then um, joined occasionally by special guests. We're going to be going through Clint Eastwood's career, one movie at a time. Uh, but the first episode we're going to record is going to be about how we both got into Clint and some memories of living there. <laughs> I'm just putting bets on the first time that somebody says clit. Yeah. You know. Oh, that's already happened. People have already said they'll listen if it was the clit cast, not the Clint cast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to do like... Uh, how about the cunt cast? The c- <laughs> 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 do like a, a prologue episode next Friday and then from the episode after we're going to start at uh, Fistful of Dollars and take it all the way through one film at a time yeah wow um i'm just looking how many he's got oh 72 credits i was gonna say it's gonna take you fucking ages it'll I mean, be a while yeah so uh he's got 72 acting credits and then how many directing yeah he did four. direct a load that he was in though Forty, yeah. So oh, it's going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, it's um, I mean, I suppose because I, it, you know, my favorite. I just throw them in here now while we're uh, Kelly's Heroes. I always love watching that film whenever it's on TV. It's been it's always on ITV four, and it, I always still watch it now. Um, yeah. So uh, Dirty Harry, obviously. Uh, Any which way you put loose, all that kind of stuff. Um, Heartbreak Ridge. Oh, oh you know how much I love that film, Dave. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, even the rookie where it gets, um, oh, what a film with Charlie Sheen. He gets yeah. raped, raped, doesn't he? Um, by what's a face. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, it's going to be amazing. I can't wait to listen to that. Um, so when's your first show going to be recorded? Uh, we're recording a week, today, a week today. We're recording it. So yeah, it'll be, yeah. The, it'll be like the day after. So a week after this episode drops. Awesome. So mm. another string to the, the bow of 60 oh, minutes. With. So many strings. Too many, some may say. Taking but, over yeah. the world, aren't you? <laughs> Slowly. Yeah. 
So no, that's going to be wicked. I'm super excited for it. I mean, yeah. Clint Eastwood is just right up there for me, like yeah. properly right up there. Yeah, it's going to be 89 this year. Can you believe that? And he's starring in a new film as well. Yeah, new film out at the end of January over here. Yeah, The Mule. Mm. Mm-hmm. It'll be good. Fantastic. Um, so, uh, have you got any other shout outs? Uh, just to you guys for letting me sit in and come in on the show. I've had a great time. It's, you know, obviously a great time listening to you. And I'm, I'm glad you guys are back and, you know, putting shows out again, as I'm sure everybody listening to this is. Too right. Right. That's very kind of you. Thank you. Um, ben, you got any shout outs? Yes, to you guys. Obviously, it's been awesome uh, to record again. Um, also, just um, I, did go, I did go to a little tiny retro event that was being held in Bogner, where I live, actually. Tiny, tiny, tiny one in a local pub. This is going back a few months ago, but I took my eldest son, well, my, well, my only son, and my youngest <laughs> <daughter>. <laughs> Although I could be a bit like Clint Eastwood, you know, not, not yeah, knowing how yeah. many yeah. <laughs> No, but and my youngest daughter, and it was really quite cool. They had about twenty different machines on show, um, and that's where uh, they also had like a, a retro pie running there as well, which my daughter played on, and she was playing on things like the Spectrum on the actual hardware, um, you know, all the old things. And what's amazing, she was playing games like Jetpack on there. There is a shout out coming, by the way. There is. I'm not just rambling on for a sec, but um, yeah. But funny enough, I was there, and as I walked in, this guy looked at me and went, "Ben," and I went, "Yeah," he went. Paul, and I went. Who the fuck are you? I saw lines of that, right? But it's um, Paul Stumpmaster of Twitter, and he happened because he lives in Pagham, not very far away from me, and it was just quite weird to randomly bump into him. So I give him a big shout out. It was lovely to meet him for the first time. We only spoke very briefly because he was leaving, I was going. Um, plus, it was his turn to buy round. So no, it was, uh, <laughs> right. Um, but no, that's it. Yeah, are you guys? And obviously to um, my my fucking gorgeous girlfriend had to give her a shout out because she's just about to come and give me a massive great big blowjob so there we are perfect (laughs) fantastic uh adam uh just you guys um good to speak to bendy wendy again after a long 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 time and lovely to finally meet dave in the in the voice flesh yes that sounds awesome and Um, i suppose you as you you as well no thanks very much uh why not (laughs) thank you (laughs) Um, shout outs wise, I mean, like I said before, my podcasts are all sports related generally these days, but uh, no, thank you to everybody on Twitter that still sort of, um, you know, looks forward to the shows and, um, yeah, I mean, you guys as well, it's been, it's been, it has been awesome, it really has, you know, and so just just yeah. before you finish, can I give one last shout out quickly? Of course, for a podcast that I've started listening to, um, and it's opened my eyes up to a massive, great, big podcast community out there, which I didn't even know existed. And it happened to be a guy I heard who cropped up on the Slycast, uh, one of the recent ones. It's a guy called Walt, and they put on, and it's a, it's called the Wilder Ride. And now, anyone knows me, I'm a massive fan of Gene Wilder. Like huge fan, he's up there with Clint Eastwood for me, in fact. And it's basically guys who are taking on every movie that Wilder was in, which is right up my street. They've started actually with uh, Young Frankenstein, which is one of the greatest films ever made. What's what's great about this and what it opens your eyes to is it's a minute by minute podcast. Now, when I first heard that, I thought, how the fuck can you do a minute by minute podcast? Right, they literally go into all the minutiae and have some incredible guests on. Um, Literally. One uh, every day of the week, Monday to Friday, you get they chat about a minute by minute of that particular thing. So I'm up to episode 45, which obviously it's minute 45. Now, the podcast isn't a minute long, it's actually they chat about it, so they're like a half an hour or 40 minutes. But it's incredible the amount of information you get out of that, that movie, and it just makes you look at the movie 
totally differently. And I'm just really looking forward to it because I know their next one they're going to do is Blazing Saddles, which is another fav- oh, favorite. Oh, wow. Yeah. But what is that? Like, they're actually a part of a big group of minute-by-minute minute shows. And there's loads out there like Die Hard, which has covered all these Star Wars movies. Honestly, go and check it out. There's so much content out there. And it's just a really unique way of doing a podcast. So, yeah, it's a guy called Walt and Alan um, do, the, do that particular show. So it's called The Wilder Ride. It's fantastic. So check that one out. Cool. Well, I'll put them on the uh, the podcast notes, or I'll yeah. send Dave the, the details, so he can put them on the podcast notes. Um, so, yeah. Well, thank you very much for everybody who's uh, contacted us and listened to the show. Um, really appreciate it. And we'll see you next time, uh, which is going to be the beginning of February. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be wicked. So, yeah. So thank you so much, and thank you, you guys. It's been brilliant. So we'll see you next. Oh, sorry. Check out the website, 60minuteswith.co.uk. I should say that. Dave will shout at me. Um, uh, at 60minuteswith on Twitter. Uh, we got anything else? Instagram? Instagram. Yeah, that's, that's about it, isn't it? I think yeah. so. Yeah. I'm not as professional as you and Tom when you do all the shout-outs and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but, yeah, thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Uh, right, let me see if I can get Adam because it's always fucking Adam that can't get in the twatting document, isn't it? Um, oh, if somebody of my age can do it, he can. The young whippersnapper that he is. Fucking hell, fire. Hang on a second. Let's send him an email. Oh, shit. <laughs> hello. Hello. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. That sounds right, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds very good. Right, I've just sent him a fucking invite. Oh. Hey, guys, uh, yeah. yeah, not too bad. It's it's great to hear from you. You all right? Yeah, yeah fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but I've got something special for you guys. Hold on. We have a on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got serious all of anuses, I've got serious ass problem at the moment. God. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Fucking nightmare, mate. <laughs> I'm itching it right now. Well, you know it's like proper itchy as well. <laughs> 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 oh, it's so relieving. You know what's worse though is like when you're at night and you cut it keeps you awake. <laughs> your, your ass is itchy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, <laughs> when you wake up and your hands dangling in front of your face, <laughs> and it stinks with anus. Yeah, but. Yeah, but... <laughs> oh god. Yeah, but the thing oh. is, I don't know about you, but I still have a little sniff. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like when you're wiping your ass. You have to take another look, don't you? Make sure it's all gone. <laughs> oh dear. I think I don't. I don't... He's here. He should be anyway. Hello. Hey! I've missed something there, haven't I? Oh, God. <laughs> you all right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm all fine. Right. How are you? <laughs> are you sure? Yeah, I'm all right. Okay, good, good. Ooh, ooh, ooh.
Right, let oh. me just um, see if I can tweak anybody, tweak their levels. Uh, can can everybody hear me? Okay, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yes. Adam, you can you speak because you just joined. Can I speak? Yes. Can, can you speak? <laughs> Fuck me. What have I been? What have I been doing for the last couple of years? Then I haven't been speaking. <laughs> well, I just wanted to make sure. That's all right then. That's okay then. Uh, right then. Okay. So, uh, are we all good to go? <laughs> that answers that question. Yeah. Silence. It, was that yes? Sorry. Are we, are we all? Ben, are you still there? Yeah, I'm just eating pizza. So, oh, okay. Um, well, I'm just muting just for a sec. I've nearly finished it. So that's all right. Well, I'll wait till you finish then. <laughs> okay. What kind of pizza is it? Uh, it's gluten free. Oh, uh, margarita. I've, I'm going gluten free because I have hideous fucking IBS. So yeah. Oh yeah, I, I went gluten free for a while. Well, for a few months, and it's amazing how the weight kind of drops off you as well. I think when you or you feel like lighter on your feet. A little yeah. Bit. Well, I mean, just started yesterday. I haven't noticed a different shape. Oh, okay. <laughs> You've already shed three stone. <laughs> it takes a little bit. Yeah, it does take a little while. Anyway, you'll notice it quite quickly. I did anyway. When you don't, well, you don't... No, my body's a pinnacle anyway of fitness. So oh, marvelous. <laughs> when you don't eat uh, bread or pasta or you know, kind of carbs and that kind of shit. I don't anyway. I'm high protein diet anyway. Are you? Mm. Lots of cum. <laughs> <laughs> Do your shits change on a gluten-free diet? Um, I can't remember actually. I got the runs today, so I can't tell. <laughs> that's something. If you if you only started it yesterday, and no, no, I've been off bread though for about four weeks. Oh, okay. totally. But I did miss it slightly, you know. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But the thing is, with a lot of gluten-free food, it does taste like shit. I found like the bread, the gluten-free bread, I didn't like at all. I thought it tasted like bollocks. Oh, Mark, can you hear me chewing? Yes. Oh, I'm here. <laughs> Hold on. That's all right. Have you got half a pizza left? Adam, you've muted your mic now. I've just, finished, I've just finished the last bit. I'm all done, ready to go. Okay, sorted. <clears throat> all right then. Okay. You're good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> all right then.